Hi guys, so this week we're doing a little bit of a cold open. Um, that's because since we uh, recorded this, um, a lot of things have happened, particularly in America and for the Black Lives Matter movement in general. Um, and we just wanted to say that we, we support the protesters and we support Black Lives Matter and it's really scary. So I hope at least this will be a distraction for some of you to get away from the day's events and have a wee Harry Potter laugh. Um, but we also wanted to promote some other people, some black creators that we think deserve some attention. Um, recently I started listening to a hashtag wizard team podcast and it's really great. Um, it's really funny. I've been listening to their Crimes of Grindelwald episode and they hate it as much as I do, if not more. Uh, there are also some black creators who do other Harry Potter podcasts like um, The Gaily Prophet and uh, The House of Black podcast. So yeah, definitely check those out if you want to listen to some um, awesome black creators who are doing amazing Harry Potter podcasts. Um, Kate also wanted to pass on From Beyond the Grave just kidding, she's alive, um, that she is listening to Melanated Conversations, and she really likes it. Um, and from Lauren Craig, Craig says, listen to Childish Gambino and stop being assholes and love each other. And we're all just semi-smart apes and or incredibly smart plants and drink some water. And, uh, and what Laura says is, uh, do your research, ask yourself hard questions, be kind to yourself and others. It's a lot happening while a lot is happening, but you need to decide what side of history you want to be on. Um, business as usual is killing black people. So despite everything, we do hope that you guys are safe and yeah, just sending love to all of our listeners. I know we have a lot of listeners in the States and we just wanted to know that we're, we're thinking about you. We're hoping that you're you're safe and that um you know we actually get to see some real change here which should be really amazing because the rest of this year has been a fucking crap factory so time for some good news after all this is done and um way to go for all the people who are putting in such hard work right now the rest of humanity applauds you for our next episode we would like to hear more um from our poc listeners and you know, try to amplify their voices. So um, this is a call for everybody to write in to Mischief Managed Podcast. Either write it and we'll read it or you can send us a voice message and we'll just play it. Basically asking what your experiences are like with Harry Potter. And uh, yeah, just like to, to hear more for you guys because we're a bunch of white people and we'd like to use our platform to uh, give other people a voice who don't usually have it so yeah please feel free to write in we're gonna do a meet our listeners question instead of meet your messers for next one um yes please please write in and we will share your stories and that's it so um there'll be no more talk of this because this was recorded in the past but we just wanted to say our piece and uh enjoy the episode thank you
Expecto Podronecast! Welcome to Mischief Manage Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. But trolls! On today's episode, our topic is... Cho Chang. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds, Katie, Laura, Kate, and most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Now on with the show. Oh, welcome back to Mr. Bandit Podcast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thanks for joining us again. Um, We don't have any guests today and Kate is out again, so it's just Laura, Craig, and I. She's totally fine. No alarm. She's alive. She's alive and well. Yeah. She's not she's out. Certainly, she's not out for the count. She's just yeah. like she's enjoying her life. Yeah, it's a beautiful things. day. You got to do what you yeah. got to do during this rubbish, as I think we should call it. Yeah, now. can we just call it rubbish? Remember um, those rubbish times? We got an email from Joanne, and that's what she likes to call it, along with some other things. But oh. I think calling it rubbish is on point. I saw that note in our in our little like episode note things and I thought you meant Joanne as in like this is what we're calling JK now because we are oh. stern with her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I saw that note and I was just like yeah we're gonna talk about how shitty <laughs> somebody needs to scold that woman. <laughs> and uh, most assuredly yeah. shouldn't be us. <laughs> no no not us. Someone someone else. Someone else. Someone <laughs> Can't else. someone else do <laughs> We're it? We're Canadian. We're too nice. Yeah. We'll we apologize only talk to shit her. behind each other's backs. <laughs> yeah. We're passive aggressive. Yeah. yeah. With a different accent. <laughs> so what other intro stuff? <laughs> hmm. So what? Uh, intro stuff. Well, the other Joanne has been do tweeting we need again. Anything? <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, let's get any like angry sad stuff out in the intro so we don't have to do it in the outro yeah. and leave all <laughs> Make sad. Make everyone feel real good for the yeah. podcast. They'll pause it and then never come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so this happened a few weeks ago, it feels like. Um, I think it was last week, but I'm not the right person to ask. Week? I don't which, even know. Which one? Which thing? Just the, that was just her liking a tweet. Mm. She didn't oh. actually tweet anything. Well, she's been um, using so the Twitter. She's been using the Twitter. The vast majority has been pretty fine. Like, she's tweeting to fans. She's talking about Harry Potter. Um, I know that at, at one point she was tweeting, like, by the way, it was that um, the pub in Scotland where right, they yeah. claimed oh, that yeah. she, she that. you know, wrote the book there or came up with it there. It's like the birthplace of Harry Potter. And she was like, yeah. actually, it's not. But I did write a bit. So they're mm-hmm. not. Like, I did write there. But I came up with the idea, like, a long time ago. And it was in my own house. So. Yeah. No. No, it was um, on a train. So anyway. Yeah. I, I thought that was common <laughs> knowledge. But I guess, like, they they really do go hard on it being, yeah. like, J.K.'s Cafe. She only yeah. wrote here. Because... We even looked for the other one when we were there because there was supposed to be one called like the Spoon Cafe and its original <laughs> location isn't like it moved. Like a, it's like an upstairs uh, pub or cafe now. And they're like, no, JK wrote here. Maybe come here. Come here. Do you want to come here? <laughs> we have, <laughs> we we have memorabilia, too. We put a newspaper on the wall. <laughs> so anyway, that was interesting. Um, but no, she did. She did. 
like a tweet that was definitely very close minded. Turf e, mm. yeah. yeah, definitely not um, really inclusive of trans people at all. Basically, she liked a tweet by, and I think he's actually like a very well known gay activist, but he was saying that this transgender woman shouldn't be called a woman because they haven't had or she hasn't had like surgery or hormones or anything like that and you know she has like some ideas about you know that i don't know about lesbians and being inclusive in the lesbian community for trans people it mm. sounds like so anyway um she liked that and it was just kind of like mm, bummer i wish you were I wish you had learned something, but it doesn't seem like she has. Yeah. At least she didn't tweet anything herself. But, you know, whenever she likes something, it shows up in people who follow her's yeah. feed. And yeah. yeah, it's not like you I have to it. sleuth to find yeah, like, a celebrity liking things. Yeah. It's also one of my other problems with Twitter. You have no idea of the intent that the person was going for liking a tweet. Yeah. It's like... When Facebook first started and everyone was liking things like memorials to people who had died and stuff like that. Like, it's weird yeah. to like things when they're not nice. Yeah. And yeah. so does that mean you agree with it? Or does that mean you agree with the sentiment or some mm. small aspect of the tweet or the story that it's about? Like, it's just a terrible place to, for one, judge people on and get news from. Yeah. But everyone on it should know that they're going to be judged by everything they choose to tweet or like. Any interaction. I hate Twitter. Who's I'm screaming sorry. Uh, in the there's background? There's a child. The, the neighborhood <laughs> children are out. Maybe I will close the window. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear anything distinct. I could just hear... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's perfect for my said. rant yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, hadn't even finished agree. your rant, and then other people on Twitter were like, let yeah. me tell you what I think. <laughs> Craig is canceled party. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> no, I, I completely agree. Like, I usually don't have much to do with Twitter. Lately, I've been, like, looking at it more, but it is truly just a cesspool, and mm. what a bummer. Yeah. I like looking yeah. for just people's one-liners because I find those very fun. But then I realized yeah, that um, jokes. you do have to check the profile before you tweet certain things. Because, like, I found myself laughing at someone's one-liner and then you click through and you find out they're, like, not a good people. Well, but that's the thing, too. Like, how many comedians out there do you think are actually good people? Me personally? Well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you... I don't know that many comedians. But just like yeah, you well, can, you can find someone just... funny, and they can be a horrible person. You don't have to like them. True, yeah. But they got one thing right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we've all I laughed at a um, what's his face joke before. I'm sure the redhead that's Louis canceled. C. K. Carrot tops. That's the one. Oh, Louis C.K. Yeah, <laughs> like he he was funny. Yeah. One time. <laughs> a few True. times. True. But... This is the thing that's like I feel was. Maybe one of the things that was, like, very disillusioning for me. Is that a word even? Disillusioning? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is now. There it are no rules. Now. <laughs> These are rubbish times. Is, is when I kind of found out that being talented doesn't mean that you're, like, 
you would be fun to hang out with. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of the time you see, there's just such a celebrity culture as well. And just anybody who's really talented, you're like, oh my God, I want to be friends with that person. I want to party with that person. I want to like have a beer with that person. I want to like chat with that person. I want to like be pals. But then, you know, I think it was maybe when I, you know, went to university and we were in the fine arts program, lots of wonderful, wonderful people who were also talented, but there was also talented people who sucked. And you were just like, oh, wow. And then you see them like perform or sing or, you know, do a thing, make an art, whatever. And you're like, they're really, really good. But then you're like, but I hate that guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it does happen more than maybe you'd want it to, which is kind of a bummer in life. And maybe that's what's on Jake, like what's what JK's about to, like, let's say she's not all bad, she does have a lot of very positive views that help a lot of people, but yeah. she's really bad in that one area, and that kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. Really I think sucks. I think it just goes back to the disappointment of, you know, thinking that the morality of the universe that she created stemmed from her. Mm-hmm. And, like, how, how did you get it so right in some ways? Well, because it was and just then... a glimpse. But, yeah, like, even even now, even after being called out, in 2020 and not being able to address that specifically like not even an apology really like i'm sorry i hurt anyone's feelings like you should always feel bad that someone's feelings got hurt like it doesn't mean you have to change who you are fundamentally but like at least acknowledge that something that you did hurt someone yeah well but that would be admitting she's has a problem and she probably doesn't think she does Maybe. I, I don't I don't really know. I like obviously we don't we can't speak to like her feelings or anything like that. It's just like it's just disappointing knowing like how many people went to this book in times of need and felt yeah. and why can't happy everyone go and included because of it. Yeah. And then now yeah. finding out that the person who made it it doesn't think that you should exist. It's just yeah. it sucks. And um, we're empathetic, so we yeah, it's like nobody nobody likes to see their heroes fall down off the pedestal no. that you built for them and like part of it's part of that is us as well, like putting too much expectations on a human being who is flawed mm. and I just thought that by now it would have been better. I don't know. It's yeah. just it's just disappointing is all it is. It's, it's these are rubbish times and her rubbish is disappointing. <laughs> anyway. Agreed. Agreed. I I honestly feel like it's not as bad yet because this guy like went off the fucking deep end, but it does kind of remind me of like Orson Scott Card. Like when you read Ender's Game. Oh, right. It's really lovely. And there's a lot of really like touching and emotional moments between like guys and friendship and like love between men boys really at that age but like mm. because they they follow like you know the story follows like a child but it's until it's, he's like 12 or something but it's like it's hidden under the military sense where that's the only time guys are allowed to be like have comrades vulnerable. in arms like you might die there you're allowed to love each other and and i suppose so it, it's just it's weird because like you know on the face of it it does seem like that book is like really 
really kind of loving and really kind of accepting. And then, you know, Orson Scott Card became very uh, outspoken about his views against uh, homosexuality and like, yeah, he's kind of anti-government and all this stuff. And and when you read his later books, like um, the series he made afterward, the Ender Shadow series, um, it goes into it real hard and I do not recommend those books. Mm. But I think Ender's Game is delightful and it's worth the read even though the the author is a lunatic i don't know get mm-hmm. a get a pirated version if you don't want to support him <laughs> yeah because the internet has those loopholes mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you internet robin hoods yeah. yay yeah. but yeah. support the people you like yeah steal yeah, from the, the rich like. <laughs> steal from the assholes that's go to patreon.com podcast and then, yeah. <laughs> and then, even. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was disappointing. Um, when she did come back to Twitter, like after her initial turf issue in, I think it was December, um, she stayed off Twitter for a really long time, and then she came back on once the rubbish started, and um, she's just started tweeting like nice things about Harry Potter and that kind of stuff, and I was like, oh, maybe. Maybe she back? And then she like I saw that she liked that tweet that was very like exclusionary and messed up. And I was like, no, she back. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, take the good with the bad. Yeah. True, true. You can't like everything about everyone. Like that's not to say that this is really excusable behavior, but at the same time Yeah. Not everyone's gonna be perfect and we have to know that. Yeah. You know, not treat her like she is some perfect person because she ain't Mm -hmm. well like remember what we all did with the cursed child or at least you know those of us who are like nope not my harry potter um (laughs) we can just pretend that um there's there's the version of jk that if we were to run into her on a street our meet your messers questions from whatever episode that was um would still hold up because i think now we would probably just have a lot of pamphlets for her to read <laughs> yeah i don't know i just don't know what i'd say anymore yeah yeah i think i'd be like i'm i'm good i don't know if she wants to yeah. buy me a sandwich i'll eat it but <laughs> <laughs> okay let's move on move out of the rubbish yeah okay okay for meet your messers today uh Laura and I watched a new show last night that I have vetoed, so she will be watching on her own. But it, oh, it's great! It was what's it called? Garden? I don't Space know. Jam? Garden um, Jamboree? Flower? Flower something? Power? It's a big flower fight. That's the yes. one. Yes. Yes. Flower I fight. I saw it on Netflix. I haven't tried it yet. I do. You'll like it. I think it's like the Great British Bake Off, but it's just a bunch of people making flower stuff arrangements, and they're like not. They're not all florists. They're like um, some. They're all like creative people, but like not every single one of them is like specifically like a, a florist worker. Um, but they have to like cool. make these big themed projects and. That's cool. It's like interdisciplinary and everyone's nice. But like Awesome. It's like the Olympics. You still need someone who's like never seen a flower to do it beside these people so you know like what a the average person would come up with. But I suppose so. Yeah, that's like it's The thing is in this is like baking shows as well cuz that's kind of where I'm at. 
is like they kind of kneeled like one nailed it contest contestant yeah. on like the Great British Bake Off or the Great yeah. Canadian Baking yeah. Show or whatever, and then that kind of has a a level set. Yeah, like the most dramatic thing is like someone doesn't separate an egg yolk properly. True. Like, oh no, what a dummy! <laughs> Get him out of here. But it, it, it turned out okay, despite that horrible, horrible mistake you made. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well But anyway, Flower Fight. That that show for... inspired uh this Meet Your Messers. So would you rather have a garden full of bubbo tubber, uh venomous tentacula, or mandrakes that you have to care for and you know, do regular gardening gardening stuff on. So Description of each one. Uh, Bubbo Tubber is a magical plant, the visible part which resembles a thick black slug. This portion of the plant also squirms of its own volition. The surface of a Bubbo Tubber is covered in shiny protrusions, which, when squeezed, <laughs> yielded a thick yellowish green pus that has an odor akin to that of petrol, which is gas for. Us Ooh, North Americans. That's a weird Venn diagram of people who enjoy popping zits and people who enjoy the Ooh, smell of yeah. gasoline. So yeah, that's I could see some people choosing then. that. No, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. Okay. Venomous tentacula is a green, spiky, toothsome magical plant with mobile vines that try to grab living prey. They also expel venom from its shoots and its spikes are deadly. Its bite is highly venomous and can easily stun or kill. Its juice is also a less than lethal poison. And then mandrakes, also known as mandragoria. Mandragora. Mandragora. There's no I. <laughs> There's no I in mandragora. Is a magical and sentient plant which has a root that looks like a human, like a baby when the plant is young, but maturing as the plant grows. When matured, its cry can be fatal to any person who hears it. And it... Also famously goes in the potion for curing petrified Petri- people. Yes, that one. So, <laughs> wh- what? Who? Who are you choosing to garden? I mean, I could go first. I I know exactly what I'm gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna go for uh, I don't know how you called it, bubbo tubber or something. Bubbo tubber. I always read it as bobo tuber. It's got a. See, U, I always though. I always thought uh. it was bubo tuber. Like oh, Bubo-o? I. I skip over a lot of the words. I'm like, tubber, this sounds though. close enough in my head. And then I'm like, I'll figure it out when I hear it out loud. And then I never hear it out loud. And then for the rest of my life, I'm like, Bobo Tuber. <laughs> I don't know. You can say it out how you like. Um, I, I like Bubo Tuber because Bubo sounds funny. Yeah. Tuber also sounds See, funny. Yeah, no, that's why I like it. I'm like, I feel Bubo like Tuber is right. But, you yeah. know, then there's like Bobo. So I'm like, maybe it's like a teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I don't see there's like a lot of downsides to this one. They squirm. That would be fun. They're kind of like dancing a wee bit, you know, eye catching, one could say. The the pus is like used in some medicines or something. If it's diluted, it's For only severe if it's not acne. diluted. Yeah. If it's not diluted, then it's it like like it burned Hermione's hand really bad. Um if you if you don't have to squeeze them. Mm-hmm. Just let them grow and be wiggly Just let them slugs. grow. Yeah, it's like having a I, I garden just, full of jello. Yeah, I just feel like the... I mean, I'm not like a huge fan of the smell of gas, but it doesn't like disgust me, so that's fine. And and I just kind of don't like the 
danger garden idea of <laughs> like the venomous tentacula or and I don't like the babysitting aspect of the mandrakes. Yeah. So that's why my boobo tuber mm. is what I'm gonna go for. I feel like I know how this is gonna go if I go next. <laughs> how do <Maybe>. okay. <laughs> um <laughs> you don't have to go. Let's next see if I'm right. Um I'm gonna go with the venomous tentacula because um then I would I would make like a moat of it around my property ah. and then I would feel confident that um no one would come onto my property. <laughs> Burglar. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would just I would have a large fence of venomous tentacula and then um like an herb <laughs> no garden. No trespassers allowed. Trespassers will be killed. <laughs> Venomized. Yeah. Venomized. Ten- Tentaculized. <laughs> and then like of course i would i would uh, train it to like you know not kill like the letter carriers and um <laughs> but that's it everyone yeah, else is on the table mailbox like in front of the moat yeah yeah i'll have a mailbox like out there but the idea was i i originally landed on this because i was like i want like my packages to arrive and then not get stolen so i feel like if i had a scary garden people would be like not that house She's a witch. She's got an herb garden. Yeah. Also, the yeah. fence will kill you. <laughs> um, so I'm becoming a hermit. Anyways. <laughs> Laura's leaning into it. That's, yeah. that's I'm leaning fair. In. I feel like yeah. that's on brand. Thank yeah. you. I mean, yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> Quit cyberbullying her. I wasn't. <laughs> We're all self what We're all self-proclaimed introverts, introverts here. Yeah. We, that's fair. Sometimes you fantasize about ways to keep other people away from you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whoop. Hi, Ludo. You can come. I'll make sure you're safe, too. I will charm you. <laughs> and I will always have treats. Um, okay, so for mine, completely not what you thought. It just so happened I was going to pick mandrakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, mandrakes can be used to make a, a really important potion that I could maybe like sell at cost so that people can always have access to a uh, petrification reversal potion, hmm, which is nice. And like the only way I think I could garden is if I was listening to music. So I'd have headphones in anyway, so it'd be protected. Yeah. And if maybe you had a pot with a juvenile in it beside your bed and when you want to go to sleep you just lift it up and it knocks you out for a few hours no more (laughs) waiting to fall asleep as i do every single night for sometimes over an hour do you think professor sprout is like i'm just gonna have a nightcap and then i'm gonna go listen (laughs) to a juvenile mandrake and then i'm gonna get my eight hours yeah that's (laughs) my plan and i think it's a pretty solid one Dang, she's so much cooler well, than me. I. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> it's my I, idea. I we know don't know if she you. does it. <laughs> I just like. I just funny. want Professor Sprout to be happy. You know, she just seems <laughs> great. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ludo. Ludo, Ludo seconds that. So yeah, that's uh, that's mine. And we all nice. chose different ones. Mm-hmm. Completely Look unplanned. At that. I'm thinking about it. I might be a villain. <laughs> 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 Now we're all on the same trolley. Hey, man. 
I mean, I feel like Craig's is a little villainous because even if you want to make and sell that potion, you got to like chop up babies sentient Sentient plants plants. well they're already semi-sentient yeah see that's why i couldn't choose them like one i don't want to listen to anything crying but also i'm likely gonna kill it so i'd feel really bad about it knowing that it had a face and a brain i don't know if they have brains what i'm gonna assume there's other types of sentientality but does that's a new word does anything that cries Mm. not have a brain well, maybe it's just a defense mechanism and it's not actually crying. It's just like... It just looks like it is? Yeah. Mm. It's just Magic like a mouth lore. flap that makes noise. <laughs> I mean, I'd feel like a lot more comfortable with it if it was. But there was that line that Professor Sprout said that like they're getting really moody, moody or something like that. Oh, yeah. And they had and acne then, and stuff. Yeah. And then she's like, when they start moving into each other's pots, they're <laughs> ready to kill or something so they, like that. Like, so oh, they God. can get out of their pot. That's a little. OK, that's worrying. Yeah. Wait. So how do they like, do they make a ton of noise when that happens? I don't know. I guess. No, because they're be being like, moody and secretive. Uh, but maybe they only cry a lot when they're babies, like maybe when they're or they when they're her, or more self-possessed. If you. So they're just like a weird, like humanoid radish that like slinks around all sulky. Maybe. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like them. Either. Don't worry. Just stay in your venomous tentacula <laughs> protected yeah. castle. This feels like um, a really good opportunity for like a crossover episode with Goosebumps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the evil Are you plants. afraid of the venomous tentacula? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's Goosebumps. No, that's Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, you're thinking of Close Are You Afraid enough. of the Dark, which was also Oops. out at the same time and was also a frightening time to be alive. They just blend in my brain mm. are you afraid of the dark is campfire stories and goosebumps are the novels that you could never get from the library mm. because they were always signed out all right Anywho, uh have we been yeah, met speaking of birthdays oh yes it's gonna be katie's birthday it's her birthday next week happy oh, birthday yeah. katie well on friday actually happy did you birthday. take the day off friday Actually, um, our work gives you your day off, oh, your birthday right. off automatically. Nice. It's a nice dope. little treat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just came up with that um, like since I joined. And they were like talking about like ways to like improve morale or get people to want to join our team because we were looking for more uh, more people. And someone was just like, how about we to get our birthdays off? And the guy was like, done. <laughs> How about every Friday yeah. off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we'll take a break between this and topic so I can make another. Sure. Yeah. One, I'll tall look drink for a of quiz thing. Alcohol. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So um, our topic today is all about Cho Chang. I'm going to do a character spotlight on mm-hmm. that character. She is our chosen Cho, one. Cho, choser. <laughs> They're all going to come out. They're all going to come out. I'm trying to find a way to get ch-ch-ch-change it. That's what she's going through. Anyways, it's a good tune. It's a good tune. Let's all be serious. It's a good tune. Yeah. So now it's time for you to give her the credit. You feel she's due? Okay. First of all, the times that we are in now... Our rubbish. I think you all feel a little bit of the weighthood that Cho Chang was in during her time in the Potterverse. 
And I think she got a bit of a bad rap for it because people were like, I don't like that she's not happy all the time. And I'm like, yeah, some people aren't happy all the time. That doesn't mean they suck. And it's really only for, like, book five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That it's like that. Um, So I I wanted to do just, like, a really quick, like, character recap of of Cho. Like, we meet her in the third book Mm -hmm. when Harry uh, is playing her in Quidditch. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, "Ooh, she real pretty." Yeah. And she's uh, she's the only girl, girl on the Ravenclaw team. Mm-hmm. Girl can ride a. I'm a broom. little disappointed by that fact. Yeah, I know. You'd think there'd be there'd be more of an even split, but mm-hmm. apparently, not that year for Ravenclaw. Not that year. Um, not that year. Um, hmm. Harry has a big old crush. Uh, he asks her to the Yule Ball in the fourth book. Um, I should say she's a year older than him, so um, lofty. Lofty goals. Mm-hmm. So uh, he asked her to the Yule Ball. Um, she said that Cedric already asked her, but she's very, like, you know, apologetic. And she's actually like, oh, I feel bad about that. Um, and then anyway. Which, let's be honest, is just the nice thing to say. It is, but also, like. <laughs> she seemed earnest. I think she actually did I dig think him. she did actually feel bad about it. But. Yeah. Let's be honest. I feel like. In real life. That's they're just. It's say. a nice no. Yeah. So move on. True. I think that she would have said yes to Harry, though, if he asked her first. Yeah. That's my personal headcanon. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. But, you know, yeah. just just for everyone's... True. Everybody else. Yeah, just for everyone it's else. <laughs> if they say, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. Um, It was a no. Just leave them alone. That's a no. Yeah. It's a just polite no. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Cho is part of the second task of the Triwizard Tournament where they have to you know, find the people that they miss the most um, under the water and the mer people's mm. lair and have to rescue them. And uh, yeah, in the fifth book, obviously after Cedric dies, Cho's very sad. Um, in the fifth book, we see her, you know, dealing with that a lot. She still has residual feelings for Harry, so that really complicates everything. She really wants to fight in the DA. Um, but she also has her friend Marietta, who doesn't want to fight, but she kind of brings her along anyway. Sneak. Buddy system. Um, buddy system, yeah. Um, and then... She could have just gone with Luna. She could have just gone with Luna. She's yeah, a year I guess younger, she didn't though. know her that well. Or two years younger. Yeah, that'd younger. be two years younger. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't hang around with kids nah. two years younger That's than you. That's basically sibling age. You can't have that. That's Yuck. crazy. <laughs> crazy. Get it out of here. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, anyway, in the book, Marietta betrays the DA, mm-hmm. and then they get caught. But in the movie, Cho betrays the DA, even though they kind of let it slip that she was under Veritaserum, so it's like yeah. not really yeah. her fault. Yeah. She was drugged instead of actually betraying them. But Which like, is, but children are like uh, Cho is canceled party. So <laughs> <laughs> to put yeah. it into the modern terms, like they the still. Gryffindors were like, Either way would have been shitty to her. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, lots of fallout from that. Then, yeah, but she came back even after she had graduated to fight in the Battle of Hogwarts. So she's still alumni. a fucking A+. Plus. A alumni. And um, I did read her wiki, and apparently after school she married a muggle, but that's like the only kind of input that we have hmm. on that. Okay. So just want to 
just set the set the tone do a bit of rundown for people because i read up on her a wee bit and i kind of was like when i was reading i was like oh i forgot she was in this oh i forgot she did that and it was kind of like oh she's more than just the fifth book yeah it's like it's like when people who have only seen the movies read the books and they're like so Ginny though (laughs) where'd that come from (laughs) yeah doesn't really make sense yeah so yeah I mean in general I I do like Cho you know I don't think that she makes the best decisions all the time no but I think that she's like a good and so yeah Yeah. neither does any of them really everyone has their moments but yeah I feel like um I don't know because she was really mixed up when she was dating Harry Mm mm-hmm and she's very emotional. I think that she gets definitely a, a bit of a bad rap. But anyway, that's those are my feelings about her. Kind of similar to yours, Laura. Yeah. I um I remember always really appreciating her character, like, while reading the books and stuff. Because it's not often that, like, you can have a character go through something as heavy as she did in such a confusing way. Like being the age she was and like having romantic feelings and then like like losing a boyfriend I guess um Mm -hmm. like that in and of itself is like probably so dramatic and literally the worst thing that's ever happened to her but not to her and like having um I I just find the complicatedness of it really interesting because so many people will be like, yeah, but he wasn't, like, your husband or, like, you know, you weren't, like, dating for that long and, like, uh, you know, you're just, like, a, you're just a kid. It's not, like, that big of a deal. And, like, I just find, like, the, the parallels that are drawn between, like, a breakup and then, like, you know, just actually not being with someone and then, like, that's the closest that you get to someone trying to reconcile being sad and moving on at the same time. Sorry, I keep hitting my yeah. mic. Um <laughs> And, like, like I know they don't really dwell on it for too long, but I just, like, I always really appreciated that Cho was so sad. And no yeah. one knew what mm. to do with her. Yeah, that part completely makes sense. Yeah, I, I just, I always thought that was, like, a really nice touch. Because, like, everyone's known at least someone, I think, who lost a parent or had to deal with death at a time that they hadn't personal loss. as a kid. And then, like, you just know that it's weird. You know that it's weird to be around that person. You know that person feels weird. You know that you feel weird about that person and you don't know what to say. And, like, that's such a weird thing to go through as a kid. Because then you try to ask someone about it. And, like, adults don't know what to say. And Yeah, and Harry doesn't know what to say because he can't communicate his feelings. Yeah. (laughs) He's not stupid. He's just... (laughs) Yeah, he's dumb. Okay, maybe, like, maybe a few times he should have fucking smartened up a wee bit but yeah yeah I I completely agree because it would have been so much easier to write her really flat yeah to write her as just like a girlfriend and then she was like sad maybe she's got like this vengeance streak or something because she's like I want to avenge his death or something but like yeah the the way they treated it really really complicated yeah it's just or I say they I just mean JK. Yeah. The way she treated it really, really complicated was like, well done. Yeah. 
I think really well done. Yeah. And and I think it made perfect sense too, like her wanting to join the DA. It's not because of Harry. I think it's because of this like probably a part of her brain was like, I need to know how to avenge. Well, I need to know how to fight. I wanna be I wanna be able to do something and I don't want to feel helpless anymore. But she's too scared to go out, so she brings a friend who she's probably confided in, and then like that friend is like, No, this is not healthy. But she's yeah. you know, being a friend. Um, so I, like, I just, I, I just feel like she doesn't get enough credit and it, maybe she's not a character that you can appreciate when you're younger, but I, I think she's got one of the most realistic struggles in the Mm -hmm. series. Yeah. Um, And like, if you think of like how hard that death hit Harry and him and Cedric weren't even close. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously Harry feels some you know, responsibility because he brought Cedric there and yeah. really mm-hmm. Voldemort just wanted him. So there's obviously that, but yeah. like... Well, survivors Any kind of loss too. like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's- yeah he, he'll he have both like the survivor's guilt over like what happened to Cedric, but because he doesn't know him and like he's got this whole like hero complex, whether he wants to or not, everyone's just like, but you were the chosen one. So like, how could he not grow up being like, well, obviously I'm like the main character of my story. So <laughs> I I'm guess. the protagonist. Aren't we all though? <laughs> Some people aren't taught that. Um, Ron wasn't. Yeah, no, Ron was not True. taught that. Yeah. It shows. Um, it shows. It chose. It chose. <laughs> it chose. Yeah. I mean, sort of building on what you said, like, yeah, say something um, smarter than me. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm just. I'm just taking it. I don't know. But like, we're just sharing sharing that, brains at have, this point. <laughs> we just. We just one of. We're, we're making a Venn diagram. We're like in the middle. Only there's only one functioning brain. But like between the three of us, we're like I think we can do this. That's like that's new tagline for the podcast. Definitely one, running at like one third capacity right now. So that yeah makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, when you're talking about guilt, it's, like, guilt because he he didn't get Cedric killed, but he thinks he did. But, yeah. like, obviously, that's not what happened, but that's how he feels about it. So he's really guilty, Cho's really guilty, and, like, that kind of starts it off in a super weird place. Yeah. It's, like, just not going to end well. Yeah. But that think- that relationship could have benefited from a different timeline, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Meeting yeah. at a different yeah. time. But Maybe a Hogwarts that didn't host the uh, Triwizard Cup. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think Harry really realized as much like that was going on in his mind. Yeah. Like, Hermione brings that stuff up and he's kind of like, oh, people can think like that. And yeah. He may yeah. have been feeling like that, but like unconsciously yeah. He, yeah he he didn't well he can't articulate that i mm-hmm. imagine a lot of his feelings at that age had more to do with her last boyfriend being cedric diggory than yeah. anything to do with cedric diggory's death it was probably mm-hmm. more so That's like you Handsome. you are only not with him now because he died and yeah. now you're with me and he was this like super tall like all-star he was your chosen one yeah. He's a Robert Pattinson. Like, yeah, you're um, screwed. Let's all be real. Yeah, and and so he like I'm him. sure he he was dealing with a lot of his own like teenage angst over just like, but who? How do I compare? Yeah, kind of stuff. Not good enough. You know. Um, yeah. So I'm sure. Sh- like, being younger, the whole thing you know, was just fucking doomed. <laughs> it, was doomed from the it really was. 
and I guess yeah. that's good to show. Yeah. And it's true, like, it, it it would be so cheesy and, like, not really a high school experience if Harry just didn't like anybody until he realized he liked Ginny and then yeah. that was the girl he married and it would yeah. just be, like, a little bit corny, like, yeah. really? That's not really what high school is. High school is, like, no. embarrassing yeah. and messed up and yeah. a bunch of kids who have a lot of feelings and don't know how to express it properly. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. So Yeah. And as much as it's like a shock and sometimes nice to hear that like a married couple has known each other since high school and stuff like that. It's I think rare. Mm-hmm. I mean I've rare that it works. In Hogwarts it'd probably be less rare because there's really only one magical high school for True. Like, yeah, and they don't UK, even go to elementary school as far as we're aware. Yeah. Oh, cool. So yeah. it's like So their socialization is kind of just yeah Hogwarts. she makes uh, a lot Hogwarts more sense and work i guess I yeah like, that's only for people who like that are either like seven years older or younger than you that is yeah. a very very children should not be or children should be seen and not heard culture, <laughs> right Milford Academy. like of course of course they're going to be at like holidays and stuff like that but otherwise when else would you have the opportunity to see any other wizard children except if you lived in the same neighborhood yeah, the homeschool jungle freaks. Yeah, homeschool jungle freaks. Faux show, faux show. Minus the jungle. Yeah, unless they are from a country with a jungle. There you go. I got there. You got there. <laughs> you know. hey, we're all you're getting countries. the best with jungle. Only the best thoughts. <laughs> I feel like I've been ranting a bit about her, but. Like, I feel like Craig, we what, had what are much more passionate moments previously in this podcast. Well, let me get you going then. Okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been very outspoken about how I dislike mostly her choices. Like mm-hmm. the character, how it's written is good. It's very, in my mind, it's similar to Umbridge. Like mm. she's so... Umbridge specifically is so horrible and well written that you can't help but like I can't help but love those chapters even though yeah. it's an the anxious ball better. of they anger for me. They make your skin crawl, but yeah. like you're like you're hate reading at that point. It's funny. It's it's a visceral reaction <laughs> yeah. to just some words written on the page, and that's to me good writing. It's not the only uh, stipulation for good writing, but. Yeah. Besides the fact. Mm-hmm. It's a realistic character. It's yeah. just yeah. one that perhaps you don't like. Yeah. yeah. And that's Maybe. what Cho fits under. But I think the one instance where maybe isn't written the way I would have done it, or like I think she breaks character a little, is the Madame Puttyfoots. Mm-hmm. That, to me, yeah. that whole sequence isn't someone who lost someone that's someone who wants to make a dramatic exit. That's, that's someone true. who wants the other mm-hmm. person to fail so that they can be, they can get some of their dramaticness or energy out of. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Chest. It's a little bit like character assassination because yeah. it, it, like, up until that point, she has shown no sort of hint about jealousy between mm-hmm. Harry yeah. and Hermione's relationship. And, and then all of a sudden, school. it that's was fine, like. But- it was like, oh, you're going to go see another girl? And then she completely changed. Yeah. 
and and I mean I don't know if like changed is even the right word, but you're right. Like she she just like started she like showed prodding an uglier him side of herself and yeah for sure. Well, she showed the side that she wanted someone to run after her and be like on hand and knee, like you're the only one for me. Blah blah blah. But it's good that Harry didn't like he has a mind of his own and he can say no you're having a moment i'm mm. just going to sit here confused for a minute and let you <laughs> I don't think go you off on your own and do. then i'll leave yeah <laughs> i don't know i i still i still like i'll have to reread that because i do remember being like well this is uncomfortable um mm. it was but, super awkward but yeah. like just hearing it described again it feels right to me it like feels one, super first date it's a it's a teenage girl two it's a teenage messed boy. up teenage girl who is yeah. trying to reconcile her feelings but also like i'm sure she is starved for attention like mm-hmm. actual real like one-on-one attention because i'm sure uh-huh. everyone else is avoiding eye contact and not like they're either being too nice or they're just like not treating her like a real human being because they know that yeah. she's fragile. Or they're over so it. she wants to be whenever with someone, someone who acts out like that. It's because they think that in that moment they need this like Hollywood version of a moment to happen yeah. for it for yes. them to be able to reconcile it. Like maybe not them because they're wizards, but like like in in real life Muggle world, whatever. Like. We grow up on TV and movies and like you get this like one version of a story is like, you know, if you're super dramatic and yeah. if they really love you, they'll chase after they'll you. Run so like to the airport. I am not surprised in the least bit that a teenage girl would do that, whether she was messed up or not. <laughs> like, yeah, she well, definitely didn't need to be messed up. Yeah, that's you're not problem. you're not fully formed yet. So like, yeah, it's it's shitty behavior for sure. But like you can. You can get away with a lot as a teenager because everyone's like, you're having a hard enough time already. No, because yeah. to me, that seems like something someone would do when they haven't been through something traumatic. Maybe. Like, that's very just like, I'm going to make up something. Well, I'm convincing myself otherwise now. I don't know. I think uh, I do get what you mean, like, for people who don't know Craig as we do. <laughs> um, like, Craig, you're you're Most a very, like unassuming person and you're not somebody who you know tries to do like to be in the spotlight you know what i mean and like i find to my friends i I do know that like not not for like a crowd not for like you would never i think ever make a scene you're just like not that type of person and like i like that behavior i completely understand being like completely like off-putting entirely yeah Mm -hmm. because that would cringe you out like just be like oh why would like it feels fake yeah Yeah. doesn't feel real like it feels dramatic it feels attention Mm seeking that kind of stuff well because i know i'm the most dramatic person to me in my life like i remember how i was in high school and around and stuff like that and i know how i felt at that moment and i know it was bullshit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to call anyone out who's being unnecessarily dramatic on their bullshit. Oh, yeah. I definitely remember, like, crying and, like, flinging myself on the bed. Yeah, like, or after, slamming like, the My fridge. parents being like, yeah. nobody understands me. Yeah. All right, they just told you to clean your room. Like, what are you? Yeah, <laughs> you like, I didn't have a hard life. It was, yeah. it was fine. Yeah, I totally get it. 
at the same time, I think that like so Katie's Harry on my does side. share a little bit of the blame <laughs> mm-hmm. in that he's just really not good at active listening. Yeah. No, this Harry is part Potter. of what, the problem. Harry's yeah. an idiot in this situation, Harry, too. Yeah, yeah, he fucked up, like, real bad. Like, yeah. she wasn't setting him up for success. No, that's... No, um, but at the same time, neither was he, because, like, he goes in, before the date even starts, he's like, I'm going to have to leave real quick. Yeah. Like, I would understand, at least, even now, if, like, I was meeting with somebody, let's say it was a first date, and I was really excited about it, and if someone's like, I have to go in an hour because I have another engagement, I'd be like, oh, so, okay, I guess you didn't think that we were going to, like, hang out for a while. Yeah, that's yeah. something I kind of wanted to do something else, you know, early. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, like yeah, the initial like, oh, I, my expectations were different, and now they have changed, and yeah. it makes exactly. me feel it's inferior. A, a little bit of a rejection, even though, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. he didn't mean it that way. Yeah. But, like... You know, and then he didn't recognize that that made her super uncomfortable. And then Mm -hmm. she started, like, poking him to try to get him jealous and being like, Mm. Roger Davies asked me out and, like, looking at him making out with somebody and stuff like that. And we're just like, man, that's Mm -hmm. really fucking weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And just Harry didn't know how to respond. And, like, that's fair, I guess, because this was the first date he's ever been on. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have any game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I think I like weirdly like this chapter because hmm. it's like it's so high school it's, it's just <laughs> so high school like i know it's super frustrating <laughs> to live through but i'm like no she nailed it though like this is she exactly did. it yeah. like it's it's a teenage boy and a teenage girl being like i have a lot of feelings i i know how i want this to go it's not going that way What's wrong with me? Oh, I'm fucking it up. Oh, I'm making it weird. Like she was probably just like she glanced over because like when you're when you're in a pub, you look at the walls and you're like, oh, there's a there's a fish on the wall, yeah. and then you just say that. And then do you like fish? And <laughs> and then like the people around you are like, wow, they have nothing to talk about. And then you're like, no, but I I like I just wasn't making very good eye contact, and I just happened to see that, and now we're talking about it at the end. I think it was just something like that, and then like. Like, I get there's the whole, like, oh, he asked me out. I'm trying to make him jealous because I feel inferior that he's hanging out with another girl. And I, I just, it's such a fucking mess and I love it. So does that mean places like Montana's and, ah! uh, like, places with shit covering the walls are great for a first date? No. No, I because agree. they're the I'm same in every this. single one. Like, go somewhere well, original, go to an independent, maybe it has some real bit. local history, and you can look at the walls there, and then maybe try and work it out. Like, Laura's when, Guide to Dating Success. When we go to Tallboys, we're like, oh, look at all these historical photos of Toronto. I wonder when that was from. And then it, like, says somewhere. We do not like, talk about that. I didn't realize that that was 1920. <laughs> you guys changed your voices. This is horrible. You tall Only boys. for Tallboys, Yeah. <laughs> And then we watch people try to parallel park on Bloor, and it's That's my fun. favorite. Especially yeah. with the bike lanes. I mean, yeah. assuming Tallboys survives this rubbish, you need to go to their pub on yeah. Bloor Street West in Toronto, Ontario, and watch mm-hmm. people like from the front two tables in the window. It's so good. Like or, nobody, yeah. nobody knows how to parallel park in Toronto, and it's hilarious 100 percent. also yeah. best burgers i've legit ever had honestly yeah. best burgers honestly, i've ever best had burgers. 
Yeah. Ever. That's our tall voice plug for yeah. yeah. Tonians or to support local who, to someone. It's, it's how we yeah. try to yeah. help. I don't know. When when we can travel again, we, you know, go there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, rubbish talk. Rubbish. Sorry. Rubbish. Get out rubbish. of here, rubbish. rubbish. We're talking about <laughs> chow. Yeah, so talking about chow. Okay. I have a I have a question. Thought. Her and Cedric. I know mm-hmm. they don't spend a lot of time on it. How do you think that came to be? Is it literally just Quidditch that brought them together? Do you think they liked each other that much? Because obviously she was partly into Harry at some point because she was like, oh, but, you know, Cedric already asked me out. And so. And I'm not going to say no to Cedric like Diggory. He, obviously, you're not going to say no to Cedric Diggory. <laughs> um, <laughs> even if like, OK, so if Harry asked her to the Yule Ball first, do you think she would have said no to Cedric? Or was she to have been like, listen, Harry, something came up. Something no, much I think taller she would have gone <laughs> and he would have heard about it. Because he's popular, he would hear things mm. before weird Harry would. Weird yeah. Harry? Yes. Famous Harry Potter, the famous the baby. <laughs> but, In the fourth book, nobody liked Harry. because they yeah. right, yeah, Potter stinks. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a bad PR thing. So maybe <laughs> maybe Harry did ask her first and she was lying. And no. then Cedric was like, mm, yeah. But, mm. And she's like, yeah, that's better. <laughs> that's better for that's my image. That's assassination. That's if better ever for I my image as like a teenage girl who like is the only girl on the Ravenclaw Quidditch team. I just feel like. Imagine Cho Chang is an influencer. <laughs> That'd be a good maybe. shtick if someone wants to do A lot of people that. are asking about my skincare routine. <laughs> It's boo-boo tuber. It's windswept. <laughs> Some people say bobo tuber, but I say Some people say bobo tuber. I don't know. It's bubble tuber. Bubble tubes? Bubble bubble tuber. I think when you say bubble tuber, it just reminds me of like bubble tea. Oh yeah. Maybe that's why I like it. That's Ugh, nice. Tapioca. Yeah. I don't like the the tapioca ball. I don't like bubble tea, but it is aesthetically gorgeous. It's so nice looking. I hate it. Every time I it. see it, I'm like, <laughs> but so it's nice. really nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When I say that I hate it, <laughs> nope. That's moving on. <laughs> That's no, gonna like, be the outtake. The juice part, great. The bubble part, great. Together, no, no, no. Yeah. It's not something that I have acquired. I know that some people are crazy about it. Individually, it tastes fine. I just, I'm not a fan of the the blue combo. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's like the the mixture of like a solid and a liquid, and and not knowing when one of them are gonna suck up yeah. the big old straw, and you're gonna mm. get a big old yeah. tapioca ball. You always gotta that, have the your surprise, the unexpectedness. Yeah, I don't like being attacked Deep by my food because I have a hard enough time looking like an acceptable human being <laughs> in public. <laughs> I just can't do it. It's not. It, I'm not being set up for success. <laughs> you're hairy. I'm Harry. <laughs> no, uh, going back to your point, um, I do think that, I mean, it's really hard to say because we don't really, you're right, we don't really see them together yeah. much. So we don't whole, really know how. It's the whole thing with the Triwizard Tournament. Like, okay, like Ron or whoever makes sense for Harry, he's the person he spends the most time with. But like, even for Victor Crumb having Hermione down there, like, you just met her. You only have a crush on her. You don't know her that much. You don't love her. Like, but, are, is there really no one else here who qualified? 
it's weird like it's such an archaic tradition maybe that was the point of it but like yeah did, like does cedric care like more about cho chang than literally anyone else on the grounds Yes, yeah. he's a teenager with a crush. I guess, Do but you not it just remember? it just seems a bit much. <laughs> it, it it does seem really fast because they did just start dating at the Yule Ball. Yeah. Like imagine that was their second date. She's like, "Bitch, you brought me to the bottom of a lake." Maybe they've been like in each other's laps, snogging in the Ravenclaw common room all the days in between. But he's a Hufflepuff. It's kind of true. When 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 Harry and Jenny start dating, they were like. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's right Cedric away. Diggory. He can get into any common room. Okay, fair. Yeah, wink. I bet you Rowena. No, not <laughs> Helena has a crush on him. She was probably like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you got the answer right. Mm-hmm. That that seems like <laughs> cradle robbing to me, in a very weird way. Mm. Actually, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's gross. She is from a, a much older time, so it probably wouldn't be weird to her, <sighs> but. I think like there's at least one line. I think it's maybe after the Triwizard turn or the second task, where like Cho gives him like a glowing look and stuff like that. So like I think they were so pretty, and she's a teenage girl. Yeah, they were legit in like, but I don't know if they were in love. But then again, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. They were. Yeah. It's just like we don't know. We have no visibility in that because, like Harry, doesn't even. Mm-hmm. Go near it's it. not necessary. Yeah. So until now, <laughs> until now, until we start picking it apart. I don't know. I wanted to get your guys' opinion about the actress who played Cho and her roles in the movie versus the book. Um, Katie Katie Lung, I think it's pronounced. I might have that wrong. Um, were you just looking her up? Because I just yeah. saw like the tiny little like IMDb like photos of her and i was just like oh my god she has like not that she needed a glow up but like girl looks great like now yeah so she's uh she's scottish in the oh yeah she looked she looked great yeah yeah apparently there was three thousand people who tried out for cho chang whoa and she got it so girl, congratulations well fucking done so good job on that um, and it was her first role was it? First credited role on IMDb, wow. at least. Dang, baby. Super sorry about your first on-screen kiss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was horrible. It was so bad. Like, I know it was a cringy moment, even in the books, but, like, there was, like, nothing can touch that for awkward movies kissing. That was out of control. The yeah. And this was sort of mirrored again in, like, chose or sorry harry's kiss with Ginny. yeah maybe it's like, just they harry's touch, the problem they just they just kiss without with their arms to the side yeah they just they sort of like touch. walk into each other's mouths well because it's a kids movie they can't like uh it's, they can't it's like normal to grab put your arms people. around somebody it is you don't yeah. have to like go like honk honk on their tits <laughs> yeah like it would have been appreciated is all if i'm saying step one is a hug <laughs> and then step More two realistic. is a kiss like you know don't skip your steps <laughs> right right yeah it was it was just weird um that's something yeah Didn't is like there a, a good kiss in harry potter show. in the movies like even with the adults like, well like ron and hermione's was fine yeah i don't remember that being bad. like when... we knew it was weird for them but like i think like aesthetically it was fine everyone was happy about it yeah another siren it's fine if you talk kate it's okay if I talk. Yeah, um, we'll just mute us. <laughs> that's a good point. 
Yeah, totally. Like, they get just get, like, doused with water in the Slytherin chamber, and then they're like, Bleh, and then they go for it. And they're like, they, they wrap their arms around each other. It's quite passionate. Yeah. Like, and for that matter, the, like, Horcrux vision of Hermione and Harry making out was also better. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that was, like, borderline hot. It was borderline hot. <laughs> it was yeah. borderline hot. Like, I'm grossed out by it, but I was also like, yeah, no, I could, I, I could see. Yeah, that makes sense. Plus, they were kind of probably like evil Galadriel, like all yeah, like yeah, yeah. They're all like and, glowing like, and looking kind of fine. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. were really going for it. So, mm. like, sorry you had to make out with your like all intents and purposes like film crew brother, but yeah, set brother. <laughs> yeah, your set brother. <laughs> it's like a step brother, but you know you're not related, and you're still not related. But like you know, you're definitely not related. You could have kids; they'd be fine. They'd have yeah. the right number of fingers, but it's still weird. Yeah. I don't think we see Cho in the third movie, actually. I think we just see her in the fourth movie. She may have been implied, but I don't think it would have been the same actress. Goblet of Fire is her first. Okay. We're talking about movie Cho. Movie Cho versus... I think she did a great job. Yeah. she. I do, too. I was limited. I loved her accent because I'm not going to lie. My very limited worldview at the time did not allow for someone to have an accent and look a certain way. So that was the first time mm-hmm. I had ever seen uh, someone of Asian descent with a Scottish accent. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Love it. Um, and yeah. then I hadn't thought of it before. And then I was like, the world contains multitudes. So thank you for <laughs> educating me. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I think me too, because at the time, I think we were only like 15 or so. So yeah. that was still like... I was like, we both grew up in smaller towns. We're very sheltered. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially like I feel in in North America, you just feel like everyone will have like a, I don't know, North American accent. It, it yeah. sounds kind of stupid. But like even when I when I first traveled to Europe and like I met people in other European countries, but when they spoke English, they spoke English with like an English accent. And I was like, whoa, right. that's mind blowing. Yeah. Which is dumb because, like, duh, they're so close to the original yeah, ones. So, yeah. Of course, the people who are teaching them English have an English accent. Like, it yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like totally made sense. But yeah, I feel like that's in the same vein. And I did really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm yeah. sure you're not. I the thought she did a bang up job. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she did suffer from the amount of, like, just the story she was given because a multitude of problems with the fourth movie and just kind of like Cho Chang doesn't get anything. And even the fifth movie, the putty foot scene don't exist. No. It's I'm just glad. her being sad and then like getting and then blamed all of a sudden for she, yeah. something yeah. that she didn't do in the books, okay? Yeah. She spills the beans because she's like drugged by an adult. Yeah. yeah. And like essentially tortured. A- out of the information like yeah way creepy these are children like Like, even if she didn't have veritaserum like i'm sorry if you're like brought to someone like an adult authority figure's office and like grilled how many children are gonna hold up to that like i don't care how secret your club is most like authority fearing children are going to crack Mm because children are not like taught to disobey adults like you're taught to obey adults like it's just like kind of the default that they want you to have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and Cho's mom also works in the ministry. So. Exactly. Yeah. So like she's she's got a respect for authority. It, like it wouldn't surprise me. Like I, I'm glad that they wrote the vi- the Verita Serum part into yeah. the movie just to like make everyone else's disdain for her a little bit unreasonable or yeah. very unreasonable actually. But like like if you were to Whoa. have that information, you should no longer be mad at her. Essentially. Well, it's agreed. like, I'm sorry, like, I don't care if you're like hurt by the outcome, but like, if you found out what the cause was, you should be on board with her yeah. being sorry. Like, obviously, she had nothing to do with it. And the precedent is anyway. there yeah. from the books. Yeah. Like, Umbridge tries to get Harry to drink yeah. Veritas Serum. So, yeah, everyone like, knows she's a sketchback. <laughs> it makes her seem all that more horrible. Yeah. To me. Yeah. So. Absolutely. No, you're right. Like, it kind of, like, in the books, at least, um, you know, after Marietta um, squeals and, like, gets jinxed and stuff, um, Cho's like, that was a really dirty trick. Like, Hermione should have told us that that paper was jinxed. And maybe she should have because that was a little bit messed up. That's kind of a social contract. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise it's a booby trap. It is, yeah. 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 Like, it was a bit diabolical of Hermione. Yeah, it it, like, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, I did there's feel some like... slithy qualities there, Hermione. Yeah. You'd think if you had enough worry that it was going to happen, you would tell people yeah. that it'd be like, no, Yeah, there needs to be a social sneak. contract. Like, okay, we all know this club is secret. By the way, if you tell anyone, this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. yeah. Even, if, even if she waited till after they signed and was like... Yeah. By the way, yeah. you just signed this thing. Don't tell. Yeah. This is a super that secret would... clause at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will get you with my magic, and now you're afraid. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you know that I can do it. You're not going to like it. Yeah. I, I did, like, kind of love that part in the books when I was reading it, though, because I was like, vengeance? Yeah. But, like, at the same time, I was still like, yeah, that's pretty messed up. But yeah. anyway, in the books, Cho was like defending her friend, mm-hmm. you know, and saying like that kind of stuff. And that's kind of why, in the books at least, it makes sense that they kind of split because they, you know, started fighting about that. And yeah. Cho was basically like still trying to be a friend to Marietta. Yeah. I don't know if that's maybe the her best choice, but like that's what she went with. Um, I think it was a fair choice, though, like considering that she's her friend like you have to assume that Marietta has had some sort of responsibility for making sure that Cho is okay Mm. throughout that entire year so like whether she's a good person or not Cho probably feels indebted to the fact that this one friend is at least sticking to her so she's like I need to take I need to return the favor show some loyalty true 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 yeah, but in the in the movie, it just really doesn't make sense. The rift, like, yeah, there it should have been all is forgiven after that. Yeah, and, and yeah. even before, like, like in the movie, like Snape is like, "You used all my veritaserum on Miss Chang or whatever," and it's like, why didn't Cho just be like, "Yo, everyone, I was drugged. I'm sorry," and they all would have probably believed it because of Umbridge. When yeah. you believe it's your fault, though, you're not gonna come yeah, to your own the, defense you're just gonna yeah, let everyone believe what they're gonna believe because it's the path of the least resistance and well and it's adults versus kids yeah. so like it doesn't matter yeah, everyone's yeah. gonna take the adults word yeah way. it'll it'll definitely be something that comes yeah. up in therapy for her <laughs> yeah in later in life but um it, it does not surprise me in the least that she wouldn't come to her own defense because not everyone has that 
capability in the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guys, I just thought, wouldn't it be really nice if, I don't know if this is just like something that I remembered from a conversation we had, but it would be really nice if Cho was like, a magical therapist. Yes! Yeah. I, I would really like... I, I was kind of hoping that we could talk about where we think she went. Like, I know you said you read the wiki and... Counselor. They don't really say. Hogwarts. They don't really say. They just say yeah. that she married a muggle, but they don't say anything about her her uh-huh. career at all. Okay, well... Emotional counselor, Yeah, maybe we coach. Maybe we can fill this in a little. I honestly do think that, like, she would probably want to find some sort of way of dealing with it because like she goes through a pretty big deal yeah and like huge like that shit doesn't just go away so yeah she is gonna have to deal with it at some point and um and not just that like she she goes through the battle of hogwarts like everybody else like everybody who was in that school who is fighting through that are gonna have major ptsd at a basic like oh yeah everyone is gonna just need therapy across the board yeah Yeah. for sure but even that like that's not that she has a a lot of other shit too yeah Yeah. but by the end of the series she's calmed down a lot more and isn't the she's put some of it behind her and how how much does she show up later on though because like beyond the beyond the fifth book i don't really remember just like DA and the battle, really, I think. Yeah, in the sixth book, they just mention her a few times. I don't even know if she's in the sixth movie at all. Maybe just in group scenes or something. But Maybe. like... Check. Um, but she would have been graduated or... six. The sixth movie would have been her seventh year. Would have so she's seven. one year older. Okay. Oh, it says right. voice? Oh, yeah. No, that's the video game. Yeah, she's in the sixth as well. Okay. She's in everything after five. There's like a few scenes in like in the book where it's like Harry saw her and she like ducked away embarrassed mm-hmm. or she yeah. started talking to a friend or something like that. Like they just basically avoided each other, but they that sounds very right. bit. Sounds yeah. like a first breakup. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like we went through some stuff. I see you. Let's but never speak of it again. Can we yeah. not talk? Thank you. <laughs> Which one of us is switching schools? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Durmstrang. <laughs> <laughs> see you. No, if yeah. anywhere. In- he'd have to go because she's scottish and it's in scotland so it's her school yeah (laughs) this is is my school yeah i'm a local (laughs) she's a commuter oh yeah she's one of those poor fuckers who had to fly down to london somehow and then pick up the train yeah all for fucking tradition like couldn't she have just hopped on one of the like have her parents drop her off at like the weird invisible horse drawn carriage part yeah. Like, I think the weird trolleys are over here, hun. <laughs> Why are they Southern? I don't know. I just, <laughs> it just seemed fun. Joe has Southern parents. Why yeah. not? That's it. Yeah. That's and it. I mean, she could be Scottish and live in London or somewhere else. I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, like, not for very long, because when you're a kid, you lose your accent really fast yeah. if you move. True. Yeah, and that one was thick. It was thick. You baby thick. <laughs> Think with two C's. I have like two other points that I wanted to touch on, but we can go through them fairly quickly. Let's touch it. Yeah. Probably. So I want to just touch on the etymology of Cho Chang because That's there is fun. a few. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a few like different kind of thoughts on it though. So one of the things is that uh, she kind of has like two last names instead of a first name, last name. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
Cho and Chang are both very common surnames in uh, China and Korea. But like Cho isn't usually a first name in anything. I did see etymology that was like Cho means butterfly in Japanese. But it's like, well, then why are we switching all these? Mm. It kind of just feel like it's kind of Asian interchangeable. Didn't do enough research. Yeah. Maybe. There is some, some interesting things, though. Um, so Chang in, in Chinese can either mean like prosperous, common, bright, to sing or chant, or unhindered. And mm. in Chinese, I'm probably going to sound that pronounce this really wrong, and I'm very, very sorry. Um, but it sound, it looks like Chu Chang means mm. melancholy. Oh. And that's all one word. But there's like in the Chinese translations of Harry Potter... They call Cho Chang um, Zhang Q, which means like autumn, like fall. So there's mm. a lot of like strange things. I know that this is like kind of a controversy part of it where um, a lot of people were like, you made up this weird nonsense name for like the only explicitly East Asian character in the books, which is kind of weird. Like, why didn't you give her a kind of normal first name for yeah. like a specific country rather than melding things and making it ambiguous mm-hmm. which is fair um i mean a lot of the other characters have weird fucking names anyway true but and at the same time it, it is singular because it, it is the only explicitly yeah. east asian character mm-hmm. in the books and when yeah. they were written there weren't enough people saying yeah but could you do better <laughs> um, yeah, like this was still written in the 90s, I think, the fourth book. Yeah, and and even the ones who were saying that, not enough people were listening. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Or they didn't have as big a, a a way to get their voice heard as mm-hmm. they do now. Yeah. Everyone does mm-hmm. now. So who knows what it means, but it could yeah. mean yeah. any yeah. of those things or nothing. She probably could have just been like this. She probably had intentions of like making a reference that was coming from a place of good but it's a I think it's a really difficult task to aptly represent everyone especially when you haven't been educated on like I guess colonialism and how it's still alive and well and like how to make reparations and like that unfortunately Mm -hmm. was not what was happening in the 90s and unfortunately even though those things are hopefully improving we're still not there yet so it's um i suppose it's just like it's an accurate representation of a time period where people were trying but not succeeding (laughs) but there could have been she could have had completely different plans for yeah the character and it just evolved this way or yeah because the the way that she seems to have nailed a lot of the other like um names yeah she seems to like naming things so yeah mm-hmm. there's got to be a reason mm-hmm. yeah i'd love to hear but why. then knowing knowing all the turfness you're like i don't know how how far your racism might reach um yeah yeah and she might not either until and, someone and, points it out yeah and like cho's cameo in um the third book is so little that maybe she, as you said, Craig, like maybe she didn't intend her to be, you know, as big of a character. Because mm-hmm. like she basically is just in one Quidditch game 
and yeah. Harry thinks she's pretty, and that's like that's it for a whole book. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe she's adopted. Who yeah, knows? I and, don't know. And maybe her parents fucked up when they <laughs> named her. But like, well, well, let's be serious. Like they, her parent is J.K. Her, <laughs> her parent is J.K. J.K. Yeah. Fucked up. J.K. did this. <laughs> I think. I think it's just um, it's understandable in the historic context. However. I think as we can see like how a lot of the even the side characters have really interesting etymologies behind their names JK did kind of yeah biff it like she didn't she didn't put the same amount of effort yeah mm. yeah I agree. into Cho's name yeah and that's or if she did she obvious. didn't do a good enough job of being like this was how I got to here yeah like her intention wasn't yeah mm-hmm. isn't isn't clear. Yeah, if there was some like epic quest to get to the name Cho Chang, <laughs> it's not been laid out for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> and and I guess that was like my last point is there is some, you know, interesting controversy about um like Asian representation in Harry Potter. You know, as we said, like Cho is really the only East Asian descent character mm-hmm. um in the book, um in the books at all. Like, there are the Patil twins. Yeah. Um, they're obviously, like, South Asian, but, like, not really the same thing. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but uh, I think that some people thought that her portrayal as a love interest, and especially a love interest that went over, went for two white males, was kind of, like, reminiscent of, you know, Madame Butterfly or Miss Saigon, where Asian women fall for white men and then they're abandoned and in both those plays i think they are um they commit suicide so it's kind of like mm. pretty messed up well i hope so it kind of like that self-help. foreshadowing didn't happen yeah <laughs> yeah yeah if that was an, a, a parallel that she was trying to make i hope that's not why <laughs> i hope that's not why too yeah and like to be fair cedric or harry's race is never actually mentioned um cedric has gray eyes other than that and dark hair do um, you think jk was trying to be clever though because both cedric and harry die Mm. and cho doesn't oh jk try to be clever never (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i feel like if that was her intention i would be like "Hmm." because i I, like i feel like there was a point in time where we'd be like that babe but like now I'm just bummed out. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. well, we can we can recognize she's a she's a very good writer. Yeah, you know, especially within the time period she was writing. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the disappointing thing right now is like Cho. Honestly, her her character, especially in the books, she doesn't seem like an Asian stereotype at all. Mm-hmm. I feel like because they they trimmed a lot down for the movies, is that it might look a little bit more like that where she's just really there to be pretty and to be loved Mm -hmm. and that's kind of it like we don't see her being fierce we don't see her being really smart we don't really see her being like stick up for herself a lot and being Mm -hmm. really like opinionated like shouting down ron being like i was a tornadoes fan since i was a kid fuck you and like stuff like that where you know now we see like Nagini's representation. I was just gonna say, yeah. <laughs> it's just like feels like such a step back yeah. from Cho. So I don't know. I don't know. I think I yeah. I do think Cho, at least in the books, is super well rounded. 
I think that Katie Lung did an amazing job as an actress, but I do think she wasn't given a lot, but I no. like what she had wasn't she worked with. So Yeah. I hope she's doing well. Yeah, me too. I hope I hope she's had like better she on screen kisses. I hope that <laughs> and off. I hope that like that and kiss off. didn't prevent her from getting any jobs because I don't think that that was her fault. <laughs> I feel like Harry Potter definitely opened doors rather than Yeah, I would I would hope so. Like, yeah. If that's her first role and she's still working as an actress, like yeah. That's good. But like gosh, she's so pretty. <laughs> she's stunning. I mean, obviously, it would have been really great to have more representation of, like, all of mm-hmm. the races in, in Hogwarts. Any people of color were vastly underrepresented. And mm-hmm. at that same time, oh, when yeah. there's only one person who represents a whole race, there's going to be so much more scrutiny about that yeah. one character. Yeah, so it's for like, sure. when... that's going to be, that's a trap. Like, yeah. just yeah. make sure. more people. Well, and it was you know, never supposed to be this popular. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Like, who would have thought? Yeah. Almost nothing is, so. <laughs> but, I mean, when she was writing the fourth book, there was definitely, or the third, when she's introduced, there would have been a little bit more clout than if she was in the first one and then blew up. But, I don't know. I, I feel like I have a better understanding and view of Cho Chang now. Mm-hmm. She's a sad girl. Through and through. She was at a certain time. Yeah. First two books, not so much. Yeah. Last two, definitely. Yeah, someone, someone knocked her down, unfortunately. Last three, I guess. Which sucks, but I, I really do hope that, like, like the future, like, the 20 years later, Cho Chang is, like, she's someone who's found, like, an undramatic but satisfying life. And... Or no, she's with someone who's way more dramatic than she is, <laughs> and she's just like, you're an idiot. Yeah, like, you don't even know what struggle is. But you're well, cute. she's with a muggle, so... Okay, so knowing that she's with a muggle, do you think she is a secret witch? Do you think the muggle knows she is a witch? I or, like, do you think she specifically sought out that lifestyle because she's like, you know what? I think I'm done with wizardry. I just... It's... There's too much pain here. Because, like, if your experience was your boyfriend died, you had a super shitty time at school for the rest of the time that you were in school, then your school blows up because of a war... Like, I'd I'd probably check out. I'd be like, I guess I am going to go live on a farm now. You wouldn't be yeah, able to stop maybe. using magic, though. I, like, no. She probably I, still uses magic, but like... If you don't tell your spouse that you have this whole ability, I think that's a, a terrible thing, and she hasn't learned anything. Hmm. <laughs> I think, I think, she, I would, I like to think that they... That he knows, like I, I, I want it to be like a Queenie Jacob scenario. Yeah, yeah. kind of like, you know what? I dated enough wizard celebrities that I'm like, mm-hmm. let's all just calm down. Let's find no the exact wizard opposite. Champions a completely unremarkable man. <laughs> maybe or like maybe he's like, I don't know. Maybe he's a, a sports ball star. Maybe. maybe he's a sports ball. Oh my god! Maybe, maybe she like, got into sports, like different like Muggle sports. Like football and maybe that should be good at rugby. It. Yeah, if you were a Quidditch player, like I think the only Muggle sport you'd be super like behind is rugby, because <laughs> like the rest I of them, know. like there's just too much equipment. It's too much standing in one spot though. Like yeah, the but then there's the brawl. 
that's what I mean. Like, that's like the carnage of Quidditch is just like, anything could happen. I feel like Cho would have had to bulk up a lot yeah. if she wanted to play rugby. Like, no, not not like play, but like, she'd be like, yeah, I'm going to the pub and we're going to watch oh, fucking rugby. watching. We're going to drink some beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know why she has I'm a bro voice, but I can't do hey, Scottish, so. Well, it's better than Southern. <laughs> well, master. <laughs> like her parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. That's did good. we do the damn thing? I think we did the damn yep, thing. We did. Yeah. Oh wait, I just want to make a, a little quick announcement because I feel like this is more fair. I'm gonna alternate between playing for Slytherin and Gryffindor. That's okay. fair. Because we don't have a Gryffindor anymore. Yeah. Unless we have one as a guest, and then yeah. I'll be Slytherin. Yeah. But Sorry, today Ravenclaw. I'm going to play for... <laughs> I have well, an idea. Great, yeah. Whoever's not represented, the quiz master is them as well. So I'd be playing for Hufflepuff and, and Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Oh, that's actually not bad. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah, I'm yeah. too down with that. Would that work? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It I'm sounds so like oh, it would damn. make sense. Double the pressure. That was a pleasure. You'll That's be- weird. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I mean, if you win. Craig gets off on being withholding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that we got that figured out, the quiz for today. Yeah, you have to tell me the two people who are talking. Okay. And the reason they're together and talking. So. What's happening? Yeah. And that's the bonus. So what so are they talking two about? People. Two people. There's a first speaker and a second speaker, obviously. And Lord. what are they referencing? And what are they referencing is the bonus? Or yeah. is there also a yeah, bonus? No, we won't do the to... chapter okay. because the photo I took of the page cut off the chapter name and I'm not getting up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The quote crazy. is, it's time for you to learn some respect. It's time you earned it. Oh, my Lord. So there are two people speaking in this one quote. Two people. First person says, it's time you learned some respect. The second person says, it's time you earned it. That's so fucking hard. I have an idea, but like, it's a wild guess. I can do what you did last time and add in more when I get first answers, but... That's what I'm sticking to. Okay. Can you say it again? Yep. It's time you learned some respect. It's time you earned it. It's because we mostly talk on Facebook Messenger. The last two texts I have from Craig are both quizzles. Oh, really? Both like... Well, we normally talk in groups. Yeah, we do. Okay, okay. Okay. Oh, fuck me. I don't know. Can you say it again? Sorry to spell that. It's time you learned some respect. It's time you earned it. Fuck. (laughs) Yay. At least I'm giving you some some worry. Some second Mm. guessing. And, okay, so it's talking. Okay, who are each of the dudes? All right. Who are the two voices? I'll make. And I'll do voices so it's more obvious. Mm, it's no. time you learned some respect. It's time you earned it. <laughs> and those have nothing to do with the actual characters. 
Very little. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that helps. And <laughs> and then so what? Are, what are they talking? About? Yeah. What's it in? What or why are they together? Very open ended. But these two characters, I'll give you this, are not together very often. So. Oh, um, sorry. All right, I sent it. Ain't sure. I'm kind of sure about the first one. I'm not so sure about the second one, and I'm deeply unsure about the bonus. But maybe I got one point. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So <laughs> I think we've we've gotten enough that I don't need to give extra. Wait. But okay. We so enough, someone got something Katie is right. close enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll add a bit to the. I'll just add a bit to both ends. So, it is not up to a 17-year-old boy to tell me how to do my job. It's time you learn some respect. It's time you earned it, said Blank. The floor trembled. There was a sound of running footsteps. Then the door to the sitting room burst open and Mr. and Mrs. Weasley ran in. Wait, So was I close? Well, okay, we'll start with Laura then. Mad-Eye Moody, Mundungus Fletcher, talking about Mundungus's role in the Big Bunch of Harrys. So like, which is a big bunch of Harrys, which is six unfortunately wrong. Book I started with Sirius Blacks and um, Mundungus because I thought that they would have that kind of argument, but it was all taking mm. place at the Order of the Phoenix headquarters, the in Grimald place. Yeah. Is what I thought. I don't know. Okay. Um, unfortunately, still wrong. I'm not surprised. Okay, <laughs> Katie's answer: Rufus Scrimger and talking to uh. Harry Potter. Uh, when Scrimger, com- Scrimger, Scrimger comes by the bar- burrow during Christmas, asking Harry to pop by the ministry. Hmm. Two thirds right. Okay, I'll yeah. take it. it. It is which two thirds? Rufus and Harry. Only Harry okay. could really be that sassy in the book. Like really? it's time you were. There are some um, sassier characters, but it's but... it's not when he comes to the burrow. To ask him to come to the ministry, it's when he's giving uh, Dumbledore, reading Dumbledore's will. Mm. So I had that first, and then I was like, "No, I don't think they get into that big of an argument." And because yeah. Hermione and, and Ron are there too, well, he gets I don't know. plenty sassy in that part. Mm. Okay, um, so that is ten points for Slytherin and five for each Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. Sounds good. I'm so sorry, Ravenclaw. It's okay. It was a good you know guess. What? It was a good guess. Yeah. At first, I honestly did think of of Sirius Black, because yeah, because of the sass. Sometimes he he kind of tries to pull that like Godfather card, and then sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> Mad Eye Moody is a good one though. I didn't even think about him. But that does, makes like he does yell yeah. at Mundungus Fletcher. Wait, when else do we see Mundungus though? Because he has a whole conversation with like. Molly, you're right. Molly gets pissed at him because he's trying to sell stuff out of Grimmauld Place or something. Eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, or he he's brings, selling like, the twin cauldrons. Stuff. So, yeah, like, it's kind of two things. Like, he brings, like, stolen cauldrons here to, like, stash yeah. them. Mm-hmm. And Molly's like, fuck you. And mm-hmm. then also the twins are like, Let's, if we give you these, can you get us money or whatever? So, mm-hmm. But I don't know how much she actually knows about that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The what? good Krizzle. That good was really difficult. That was honestly a stab in the dark. Yeah. Well. Shot in the dark? 
No. Both, yeah. I took a stab at it in the dark. Yeah. There you go. Sure. There we go. Do yeah. not try you, that at home. You brought a knife to a gun dark fight. <laughs> you brought a knife to a laser tag. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> laser tag's illegal still. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, well done. Hufflepuff, well done, Gryffindor. Yeah. Cool. Um... Now on to something completely different. <laughs> uh, we still don't have a title for this segment. Hmm. You had some great ones, but I'd still like some community input. But um, this is like the square off between fantasy creatures or character archetypes. And this episode is Giant Spiders of Fantasy. And uh, we're going to... Pick who's the winner between Aragog and Shelob from Lord of the Rings. But didn't we do this last time? Or did we just talk about it? No. Oh, wait. No, did we talk about the fireworks? Well, then uh, how did we get that email? Because I said uh, that's what we'd be talking about this episode. Uh, I planned it. Uh, oh, okay, and, okay, and, okay. So now we Becky, have to. Becky heard my plea <laughs> and sent me an email now. about giant spiders and actually added one that i didn't know about um what's it cool what's it <laughs> the, the grand, grand elusa from the lost years of merlin which i've never read have you certainly not it sounds dope though yeah so like there's tons of um giant spiders in a bunch of fantasy but uh specifically with aragog and shelob who do you think would win I think default Aragog because he's got all them babies. Shelob well, it depends if it's if it's just Aragog v Shelob or if it's mm-hmm. like Aragog in situ v Shelob in situ. Oh, in that case, I would say I think Shelob is fucking Shelob. trickier. I yeah. think Shelob wins hands yeah, down. Yeah, Shelob. She's more of a god than one. She'll be bigger. Because I think Aragog's maybe bigger. I don't know. The ladies are always bigger. I know they're different of types spiders? of yeah. fantastical spiders, but like oh, bitches yeah. own in the insect world. <laughs> Dude. Dudes be getting it. Yeah, like sorry about your head, Aragog, but she love ate it. <laughs> not praying mantises. She'd still do it though if she wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like the thing about like she love that I was like gross me out slash fascinated me is like how fast she is being so big yeah you don't really get that from aragog because when we see him he's real old like he blind he's old he's not moving around he's having a good time but he's like i'm content to let my children eat you but i'm not gonna fuck with you yeah whereas shelob is still like i gotta get it and also she has like that paralyzing venom that mm-hmm. I don't even know is, yeah. We she's, don't know what what Aragog she's in it has. for the later snacks. Whereas Aragog's like, I have a lot of kids. Please, um, please come <laughs> I in. Got many months yeah. to feed. I'm still full. Yeah, I don't know our pantry is Italian low. <laughs> <laughs> we only go shopping every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. Yeah. If you come to my get. house, I'll eat you. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's what. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should have, like, 
in your lawn, yeah. like just before your venomous tentacula moat, yeah. is like, yeah. if you come to my house, I'm gonna eat you. Yeah, yeah. Or my it's giant you, spider wheel. Yeah, I'm gonna eat you. Uh, I'm gonna eat you. Yeah, I'm gonna eat you. I am ya. prone to snacking. <laughs> I think, like, if I had to, yeah, I feel like Eric Gog is for sure more lovable. Mm-hmm. He was like kind of kept as a pet for a bit. He has He's got a love. eulogy. Ain't yeah. nobody you googleizing Sheila. She'll never die. Yeah, and and also like Aragog speaks to humans, whereas yeah. Sheila do not. No, Sheila, I I don't remember if she had a voice in the in the appendices and stuff like that. She but probably would have, right? The ones in Mirkwood do. Yeah, he her offspring do. So. Wait, are the Mirkwood ones her offspring? All I think all oh. dark spiders come from her, I think. There's a mashup. Maybe maybe uh, Aragog and Shelob get together and then her kids can talk because Aragog can talk and she's just like, yeah, but I ate his head. Uh, I mean, mm. the, the Mirkwood spiders can only talk when he's wearing the ring. But yeah, I think can, it's they can an only evil understand spider them? thing that they've all spawned from her mm. because she was around way back when the world was formed. Or this world was formed. Well, that's rude. And then she rude. drinks from the world trees that gave off the light. And then they have to do the, uh, like, make the sun and the moon thing. Like, if you've ever you read, read the, the Silmarillion, Silmarillion, did you not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> that's some Silmarillion shit right there. Yeah. Good for you. You need to tell me bedtime stories. I like, still think you need to read it again. I will, but, like, get a bigger printed book. No. <laughs> did, did I ever tell you about... When I, I I didn't read the whole Silmarillion. I think I maybe got to halfway yeah. and then I gave up because it's just super dense and I think I was maybe 15 at the time. You yeah. did a good um, job. It's a slug. Yeah. I tried, you know. But uh, I remember I like I took it home and because like my mom like read us The Hobbit and read us like Lord of the Rings when we were young. So like I knew she liked Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like reading her stuff from the Silmarillion. I was like, and then these guys came, and then they did this, and this is how the like the sun or whatever, and these yeah. are how the elves happened. And she like, like legitimately turned to me, and she was like, "But you don't really believe that, do you?" <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> and I was like, "No, I think it's a book." And she's like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> It's good for parents to check in with yeah. their kids. Keep, keep staying out of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I was funny. reading the Silmarillion. I wasn't getting into trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> Give your kids Silmarillion. They'll never get into trouble. <laughs> maybe, maybe she was bummed. She's like, oh, my kid's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to have some, like, deep conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You were just trying to bond, and she was like, oh, nerd. What <laughs> <Not> a nerd. <laughs> That I'm sure all nerd. our parents have thought that at some point. Hmm. Mine especially. Are they wrong? No. Nope. Uh, so, yeah, but I think I kind of set Aragog up to fail. She loves kind of like... It was, honestly, spider. it was it was only spider. not inviting the kids. Like, if the kids were there, like, it was a showdown. Like, for sure, she loves done. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, Aragorn, sure. Aragog has Aragorn. his... I can't stop saying Aragorn. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's um, okay. Uh, he's such a babe. Uh, but yeah, Aragorg 
Aragog. <laughs> the damn spider from Harry Potter that we're trying to talk about. <laughs> I just think Aragorg. Just say Aragorg. Aragorgon. Morganites? Um, <laughs> yeah. From small soldiers? I just, I don't think that he could take on another spider of his size. Like, even if it was his own kid. But, like, if his kids were there, they'd be like, yo, there's my dad. And then they'd, like, you know, fuck shit up. Mm. I think, like, Aragog in his day, when he wasn't an old man, could have given Shelob a run for his money. Mm. But Aragog, yeah. as we know That's him, That's, like, a gross sure CGI no. spider fight that I don't want to watch. But, well, like, I, I bet I the do. sound design for it would be excellent. Yeah. <sighs> Because, like, when, when all of the spiders are running after the car in the forest, like, terrifying. That part alone. Don't like, like that. When they were, like, dangling and stuff, I'm like, yeah, it's gross. I don't like it. But, like, they don't have, no. like, they don't have a form. And then when you heard them, like, stampeding, I'm like, ah, not the real. No. <laughs> they have weight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can move things and make the ground shake. I don't appreciate their size. Um, yeah. Yeah. Spooky, and then like the sound design on Shelob was great. Like, mm-hmm. like whenever her her foot like stepped on the ground, like you could tell, bitch weighed a ton. So good. So um, good. Yeah, yeah, she was thick with two C's for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's kind um, of like a diminished version of what she started out as. Like she was yeah. on Sauron's side, and he betrayed her. Mm. And so she kind yeah. of is scorned. So she's a woman scorned, basically. And then there's a, a video game, um, War of Mordor, it's the sequel to Shadow of Mordor, and she's like, uh, she can become a human, and she's like a complete babe, and she talks, and it's a very big departure, and it's weird. Hmm. Weird. Oh yeah, I remember walking and being like, I'm sorry, did they just say that that she love? Yeah. And it's like this Jennifer Connelly looking video game character or uh, yeah. Eva Green. <laughs> but Yeah, that's a that's that's a bit weird. Yeah. But I mean, that's video games. Really. She love can get it, but I do think Acromantula are taller though. Because hmm. not like not Aragog, taller. but like if you think of the the Acromantula in the Triwizard Tournament, that's like right near the end. Mm. With Coming like over guarding the them. And stuff. Yeah, like he seems real big. Like when he like lifts Harry up and then he drops him, Harry's like leg breaks. And like it seems mm-hmm. like he's like 20 feet in the air. Whereas like yeah. Shelob is smaller, but she more feisty and she's like a little yeah. bit quicker. But I feel like, I don't know. But Maybe he had an Engorgio spell on the spider. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Good thing. Because like the Acromantula also has venom in his teeth. I don't know. Maybe it's just a stinger, but like when when um, mm. Hor- like Slughorn goes to bury, yeah, um, he like he like when he's you and shit. When he's right. you googleizing, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like yeah, as it is, Shelob would definitely win if they fought like in their prime of life. Maybe maybe, maybe Aragorn might have him. a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, because I think he's bigger. Okay. Hmm. She's he's still much bigger fast. in the Silmarillion. But we'll he's go like, off oh, Lord of the Rings. She, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what what's uh, the email say that we got? So, uh, Becky says, they're similar in many ways. Um, 
interesting points were that they are the parent of their species, at least in the context of their stories. Aragog, of course, had many offsprings in the Forbidden Forest, and Shelob was the first of the spiders that ended up in Mirkwood. Yeah. Ah, so nice. She, Becky knows what's up. Um, I think that Shelob was a bit more of a monster. She doesn't speak in the book, uh, though as the Mirkwood spiders speak, we can assume that she can speak as well, maybe. Um, I think if you're wearing the ring, we yeah. never see her with it, the ring on. It might just be like an evil presence thing, like evil can talk to evil and the ring is kind mm. of like a window Translator. into that. Babble fish in your ear. Yeah. Um, but like we said, her own favorite fantasy spider, the Grand Alusa from the series The Lost Years of Merlin by T.A. Barron, uh, has many similarities and could probably be compared if we knew who that was. Sorry. Um, but she says the books are amazing. Uh, so we'll definitely look those up. But she's also a giant talking spider. Uh, but she's more of a goddess and can change size. She's befriend- befriended by a young Merlin, but proves to be both helpful and bloodthirsty. Hmm. So, this is about right. Yeah, and she sent us a like a list of spiders in myths and literature, which I'm still going through. But there's some really cool stuff in that. So thank you, Becky. Yeah. Points to Ravenclaw. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Spider, I I give Aragog. Seven legs out of eight, and she loved <laughs> the full eight. <laughs> seven legs out of eight. Yeah, just, hilarious. just like my own personal yeah, maybe preference. She, maybe she loved just ate like one of his legs, yeah. just to be like, <laughs> I just like I need to teach you some respect. But yeah, I'm gonna take a leg. Yeah, Put I recognize that you. you are also a big deal. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Which one are you more afraid to run into? She loved. No, I don't know. They both. I don't. I would yeah, rather Shelob, not. Yeah, Sheila, for sure. For sure. I feel like at least Aragog, you can talk to him. There's a, there's a slight chance that you can reason with him. At least he made friends with Hagrid. Yeah, you could at least be like, yo, but Hagrid, though. And then he'd be like... Isn't that mm. almost worse? Because you're trying to converse with something that's going to eat you? I would love to be able to reason with anything mm. that's trying to eat me. Like, I just don't <laughs> think Sheila would be having it. She'd be like, yeah, but... I'm going to eat you. And I'd be like, but I just came here to see Mordor up close a little bit, though. And I just got lost. Can you just be cool for a second? You could at least um, use that to your advantage in thinking that it's only an animal and it, like, you're supposedly smarter than an insect. So you Mm -hmm. can maybe, like, trick her or make her scared because she's only an animal as far as you know. Okay. Well, potato. Do I have. (laughs) <laughs> spray bottle with 70% alcohol in it. Um, she probably wouldn't like that. She probably wouldn't. That will I be got my... a real big glass that what's I the, put on What's her? the yeah. name of the little vial that, paper that Frodo has? And he's the like... Light of Arendil. Yeah. That's what I'm going to rename our sanitizing alcohol. Because it's in a little like bluish like bottle. It's just a Dollarama fucking plastic spray bottle but i think i'm gonna do that i'm gonna point it Good. at things that i need to sanitize and be like the uh, light of a rendio compels you gotta you. say what frodo says when he's yeah getting up i, I need cave. to learn that <laughs> elvish. something elvish something namarie namarie yeah. i don't know that's a little too nerdy time to move on <laughs> we've reached it we've enough. reached the peak yeah i know i know both of you appreciate it so that's all i needed yeah we love lord of the rings me too yeah Oh, and uh, 
Should we do the dragons next week or next episode? All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you have any dragon thoughts between Lord of the Rings and uh, Harry Potter, shoot us an owl out of your oh, owl can. Wait. Oh, is it just Lord of the Rings and Harry no, Potter? No, you can add in others. Dragonheart. Dragonheart, sure. But Sean Connery, the dragon. I'm sorry. Any fantasy dragon. What's your favorite one? And we'll pit them all against each other. Puff the magic dragon. Toothless. Toothless, my cat. Fury. Anyway, anyway. Um, okay, we'll move on. But that's, I like that. That's yeah. exciting. That's what we have to look forward to. <laughs> Something to Dragons. look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I know that this has a theme song. I don't remember it. So, I'm just letting you guys know now, just so you don't guess 30 Rock. This is a Katie original. Okay. Okay. Characters from other shows that are in Gryffindor. Griff graphs. It's jazzy. I like it. (laughs) Um. Anywho, so it's a Griff graph. So we're we're doing all the different houses. I try to rotate them so all the houses get love. These are just other characters that uh, we think could be sorted into these houses, and this one is a Gryffindor. This one here is a suggestion by, I'm not sure if he's our current or former Ravenclaw prefect, um, CJ? They're all current, right? We just keep adding more. Why not? Sure. (laughs) Nice. Or maybe he's even head boy. I don't even uh, Craig's gonna look it up. Anywho, uh, thanks CJ for sending that in. He's a Ravenclaw, but he's nominated a Gryffindor. So how much fun is that? Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is, and I wish Kate was here for this, but Sabrina Spellman mm. of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So, yeah. so it's kind of funny <laughs> in the new one. It's kind of funny because we did um. Salem as a Slytherin for the yeah. old one. Yeah. But now it's Sabrina as a Gryffindor for the new one. So double double Sabrinas, but different. Um, cool. So I've got some clips so I can uh, share those with you now. Sabrina, I have just spent the very last of my credibility with the high priest begging begging him to let us clean up your mess, to take care of this atrocity ourselves, to save our family in the eyes of the coven. We are standing in a grave, young lady, all of us. And you want to dig it deeper. I don't care about the high priest, Ansi. I care about what's right and about Harvey and his brother. I'm going to cross over. You're not capable of the magic required to cross the barrier. You don't know what I'm capable of. You're a 16-year-old child, not some grand magus. And you're not my mother, Zelda, so stop acting like you are. Oi! You do not speak to your Aunt Zelda like that. Not ever. It's fine, Hilda. You heard her. She's not a child, and I'm not her mother. She's a grown-up witch now, and it's time she learned how the world, the realms, really work. Everything has a price. Dramatic. Mm-hmm. You go, Miranda Otto. Oh, she's so fucking perfect. I love her so. Ah! Sabrina Spellman! Ah! 
You have entered a house of the divine God. Kneel before the Lord. I kneel before no one. That's just it. <laughs> the kneeling part. I was like, yeah, it's very Gryffindor. Yeah. Once you start the incantation and the ritual begins, we cannot stop. Not for anything. Do you understand? No matter what. I'll get them back. Ambrose. I promise. I'll make it right. I'll get them all back. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, like I, for context, I've only seen the first season. I haven't seen anything beyond that. I think there's three seasons out now. Um, so I got a bit of catching up to do. But I definitely, like, yeah. when I watched the first season, I totally got Gryffindor vibes from her. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I think she does, like, a very interesting job of showing, like, the light and dark sides of Gryffindor, like the good and bad, kind of literally mm-hmm. because she, they, they talk about good and evil a lot in Sabrina as far as I've gotten at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, she's obviously super dedicated to her friends. She has a very strong moral idea of what's right and what isn't. And she's mm-hmm. very like... And she follows it to, to a fault. Them. Yeah, and she follows it to a fault, which is like the interesting thing because, you know, for... For Gryffindors in the Harry Potter series, at least, we kind of only really see their good sides. We don't really see Mm -hmm. a lot of their bad. But, like, Mm -hmm. obviously, when you believe in your ideology that much, your own kind of narrative, Mm -hmm. there comes a time where you really do think you you know better than everybody else. And then you kind of sometimes end up endangering people more or yourself or just making things worse or you can even just sinking. Yeah, get narrow-minded, like not having the humility to seek help from people. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's super brave. She obviously loves the people that she's close to, and she sacrifices herself a lot for other people. And in that way, she's like, she's definitely like super Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely got the Gryffindor vibes. I think we've watched two seasons. Uh, I don't think but, we made it through the second one because I thought you didn't like it. Oh yeah, no, it gets way too high school for me. Okay, well you I'm can just continue. Gonna... Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think I actually will watch it now. We'll, I'll pick it up sometime. It's it's really good. Like it's um, the art direction's beautiful and it's it's nice. so different yeah. too than anything on TV because it's like hail Satan and it's kind of yeah. like yeah, oh, that's yeah, weird. That's <laughs> yeah, they have this whole like opposite Catholicism element so it's like yeah being catholic is evil in this universe and then like being a witch is like considered pure yeah. it's uh, yeah yeah it's really cool i like the i mean as long as you're not catholic yeah <laughs> I, I imagine the puritans True. are not pleased with no. this series so. all of our founders yeah <laughs> true enough yeah but yeah i think that's pretty much all i wanted to say is that i think she's really gryffindor she definitely shows like a lot of different aspects of Gryffindor. And I think that she's cool for this segment because she's not necessarily a typical Gryffindor mm-hmm. because she's also just sort of like, hail Satan, I'm a witch. And you're, that might mm-hmm. be like, like Gryffindors maybe are a little bit more usually like the golden boys rather than mm-hmm. like the people who are kind of on the outside. But at the same time, I don't know. Maybe well, she's, she's a little boy on the outside. She's very fringe though. Like she's, she's kind of the golden child in both universes yeah. in a way 
was original Sabrina's character, would you consider her a Gryffindor too, or was she very different? Because I don't um, really remember the show. I think she would fit under the Gryffindor tent, just being a main character in the 90s. Um, True. Yeah, just, like, I think she's, know. like, she's pretty brave. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think that's, like, her defining characteristic. She was more just, like, I'm just a teenager, and, like, who has time mm-hmm. for this? Like, she may even be, like, a little bit more Slytherin because she's really, like... I'm going to sneak in magic this way. Like she's Yeah, really she is trying to hide who she is, but also benefit from it at the same time. So Yeah, like she puts spells yeah. on people and stuff like that. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think she could be in Gryffindor. Not necessarily. I don't think she'd be in Ravenclaw. She's not really that brainy, like old mm-hmm. Sabrina. But like, I would say Gryffindor or Slytherin. Yeah, I think she had a similar vibe to Buffy. Just like, I just want to be a normal girl, but I'm so special. And then I'm like, so special. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, that's it's my Gryffindor. Well, that's technically Christopher's Gryffindor, but hey, mm-hmm. he sent it in. So Ravenclaw's getting points. Ravenclaw's getting points. Woo! Yep. Um, Coming out next on top up this is a, Thank you, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> it's all Next you. up is, is Hufflepuff. So if anybody has any Hufflepuff suggestions, um, Characters from other shows that are Hufflepuff, not you in Hufflepuff. You could be from any house. <laughs> but send them on in. Um, and, uh, yeah. I could probably find one on my own, but if you do it, then you get points. So, yeah. win, win, win. Everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for our Mary Boff kill... Be banished, befriend. I don't know what to call this one. I thought about it outside in my front yard while I was sitting in the sun. I was in the shade. The dappled shade of a tiny maple. Um, That's nice. uh, I forget what brought this on. Um, So I have no context for you. Oh, wait, no, no. I remember. It was because of Ronald Weasley's. That's what I was trying to think of. And I was like, we need a Mary Boff kill because Ron's prego. Right, so they had baby. they right. had their baby. They yeah. did. Congratulations to Rupert Grint and all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So inspired by the new wee babby Ron, new <laughs> Weasley. I said wee babs. Uh, so this one is going to be: Who would you like to be the child of? And. So, so you're picking it, your parents. So you're picking your parents, but the stipulations are. We will have three couples. Um, okay, so which pair <laughs> or parents would you oh. want to be the child of? So one is your biological parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to pick who that's going to be. Um, the second one is the set of parents who adopted you. And then the third is they're not together, but they're you're your still parents. Their kid. Yeah, so you, you're the child of divorce, but these are your parents. And your choices are Hagrid and Madame Maxine, Draco and Astoria, Malfoy, um, or Dumbledore and Grindelwald. So you either Ooh. you're either together. adopted by them, you are their biological child, or also their biological child, but they're divorced. But I guess we're children of them all. I guess it's just who would you rather in each? Yeah, 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 it's you're yeah. sorting out like if the yeah. situation is okay. that you are adopted, who do you want your adoptive parents to be? 
if your parents are divorced, who do you want your divorced yes. parents to be? There we go. And uh, if you're just like one big uh, nuclear minus one family, who's who's that parent? Are, are we are we on board? Is this right? I, I think I think, I, think I know. I think are it. we operating at thirty percent? I don't know. I'm a, I'm at a full thirty percent. We're but... each at thirty. Okay. Yeah. We got room. Thirty-three. Our listeners are our remaining ten percent. Please hang on. <laughs> yeah. We need you. <laughs> no, I think I got it. I think I know what I want. Okay. okay. I can go first, unless you okay. guys want to. No, you go. I think I'm still confused. <laughs> okay. I would definitely like to be the child of Draco and Astoria. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're still biological? together biological child of draco and astoria and they're still together um i think that because i mean i hate cursed child at least from like the fan wiki astoria seems like a good egg Mm -hmm. and she seems to like be a positive influence on draco and i feel Mm -hmm. like you know growing up in that house maybe draco learns lessons from how his father treated him obviously i think his mom really loved him but like maybe he not Mm -hmm. so much on the purebred shit anyway also they got a lot of money so i get paid Uh, i'm a trust fund kid scorpius's sister then yeah um and like scorpius uh, again don't like the chris child but he did turn out great so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that one would be good um, I would like to be adopted by Hagrid and Madame Maxime because I think that they'd be fun, um, like fun adventures, and like I could just be like their weird small kid, and like I bet there'd be <laughs> lots of hijinks about that. But like I don't know, maybe they feed me like double supper, which would be neat. Um, I'm cool with like Dumbledore and Grindelwald being divorced because I think Grindelwald's pretty evil, and I like hopefully I don't get. I don't get to visit him that much. Like maybe Dumbledore ar- argues for a sole custody of me, and that would be really yeah, nice. yeah. I think Dumbledore would be the single mom. Yeah, I'd hope so. Yeah. Grindelwald's too career focused. <laughs> I mean, so is Dumbledore, but like his career is e- havoc. evil. Yeah, <laughs> Not so I'd much. love to parent you more, Katie, but I'm busy <laughs> wreaking havoc. It's my business. True. 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 And also, if I was, like, their kids, I would definitely be super smart. Mm-hmm. So, like, that would be fun to be, like, their biological kid because I'd be, like... They'd have all the good smart. books. What if they had a dud and you were it, though? <laughs> like a squib, even. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Oh, poor Dumbledore. So many scars. <laughs> I don't know. Could happen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. those are my three. Hmm. You have yours? I can go. All right, you go. Okay. I'm going to have Hagrid and Madame Maxim be my uh, uh, biological parents. I because figured. I mean, if it at all gives me the chance of being a little bit taller, that'd be great. Who knows? You're plenty oh, tall. I, He's plenty I, I tall. I would love just like a little bit more. Mm-hmm. There's never. I trade it all for a little bit more. <laughs> have you yeah. Have you heard of heels? I have, and I think. Heels for men are more prevalent in society these days, so that could be a good option. But again, I mean, Craig, having, you're like six feet. You don't need. I'm five eleven, and are society you? seems to think I need that extra inch. So <laughs> society is Craig. <laughs> yeah. Oh, society is Craig. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's just a nice even number. 
Um, hey, man, I know about body insecurity. I'm a woman. <laughs> uh, and then I would be adopted by Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Because ah. that, that, I feel like that would be a terrifying, yet, like, I'd come out being a smart, strong individual. Probably the rebellion it's- phase would be a little awkward. Um, yeah. With those two as your dads, but... Uh, it could could be interesting. Yeah, what do you do? Just be mediocre? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Kind of. Yeah, they're both really high achievers, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd be disowned because I'd be in Hufflepuff then. <laughs> From Grindelwald. Dumbledore wouldn't yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fuck um, Grindelwald. And then, yeah, uh, I'll be divor- uh, part of the divorce of Draco and Astoria. And then I'll mm-hmm. go with Astoria, I guess. Hmm. Nice. Draco can go live in his mansion all alone. True. Yeah. yeah. No more than he deserves. True. True. <laughs> hmm. Uh, true. That's my dad, and I'm saying it's true. <laughs> I Shit. didn't think he deserved that. Can I twist it like just slightly? <laughs> sure. Laura made it's the rules idea. for everyone else. It's just that <laughs> mine fine, is the fine, same as Craig's, oh, and okay. it's. So yeah, you get ahead. to be contrary. So here's what's up. I am the biological child of Hagrid and Madame Maxine. I came out regular human sized. Mm, they're both half giant. Yeah. So and I am now quarter. No, still half. But they're if there's still two half. both half giant. They have half human. You don't just get human, though. You'd still be half-giant. I'd still have half-giant blood. So then I would continue to be terrified of having a child, because what if it was a giant? (laughs) You could have recessive genes, maybe. That's what, yeah. Recessive giant genes. Yeah. You just get the, like, spell protection. Yeah. But, like, I want them to be my parents, but I don't want to be huge. Because I think it would be fun for them to, like, lift me into a tree. And then I'm like, look at the tree I climbed. And they're like, yeah. It'd be like Hagrid with his dad. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. like. Put him on top of the fridge. I just, so I feel like yeah. that would be fun. Yeah. Cute. Um, and they'd take real good care of you. I just, it's, it's good. I think that would be a nice family. Um, and then I would be adopted by Dumbledore and Grindelwald, but they get divorced. So I only live with Dumbledore. Um, that's my twist. So we could just like quietly exist together. It would be like Katie's many marriages to Dumbledore, probably. (laughs) Um, and we just like have like a cool life where like I I read his books and like he doesn't really like dad too much because he's busy. Right. Okay. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like a nice little Ravenclaw life. Yeah. Um, and then I guess uh, Draco and Astoria get divorced, but she still dies. Mm-hmm. Rough. Okay, so you're with Draco now. Yeah, so I'm I'm in it for the inheritance, though. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how this works. It's just a weird one, guys. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> it's 30%. perfectly fine. They're all made weird. it work. We've yeah. done a lot of weird variations. At least we didn't have to have sex one. with any of them. Hey, man, at least this one we're not a fucking toilet. <laughs> yeah. Right? We've done worse. <laughs> Oof. 
<laughs> we thought we were in the darkest timeline, but uh, we've been here for a while. <laughs> this is not new. I no. was born in it, raised by it. <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good one, Laura. Yeah. Was it? Very good. I think we all liked it more than you. Yeah. I just. It's all good. I'm curious what it'll sound like to anyone who is not currently here. <laughs> well, well, we await your feedback. Thanks. <laughs> Send us an email if you don't like it. I don't know. Send yeah. more suggestions. Don't let us think. We ain't got it. Not <laughs> right now. 30%. Yeah. yeah. Help us make decisions. Hmm. You'll get points. Cool. You guys ready to move on to outro? Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, the only thing I wanted to bring up was uh, thank you to Becky for the email uh, again about spiders and yeah, that was dope. everything mm-hmm. else. And uh, Joanne answered back after all of her suggestions got used in a in our Minnesota. episode. And that was very nice. Thank mm-hmm. you for that email. And we don't think you're the... What did you call yourself? The, the Hufflepuff that raised the weird cat question with... Hermione as um, a cat <laughs> for that. <laughs> Already forgotten. Kill. Don't worry. About <laughs> we added that in. We knew you were on the level. But thank you for the emails. They, yeah. They're very nice to read. I have seen like there's a few very nice um, like reviews we've gotten recently. And I think we've talked about this before or maybe I brought it up before. But like Every now and then um, we get reviews that are like, I like these people and they just seem like they like each other a lot. And I'm like, oh, we mm-hmm. do like each we other. Like each other. <laughs> we got them tricked. Yeah. <laughs> and it just feels like, yeah, we, we like each other. We're just <laughs> it's really nice. And uh, yeah, we appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just for our listeners, you get... Uh, house points for reviewing just leave a colored heart for your your house and or mm. you can tell us if you want to uh, it doesn't even have to be a good review yeah you just review points it. for bad reviews yeah. why not <laughs> we like constructive criticism but points might not be attributed to the colored heart you give that's my only stipulation oh random you, points for you bad reviews bomb us and leave like blue hearts ravenclaw isn't getting points for that oh well, it'll it'll just be a dartboard, and I'll just throw, see which quarter it lands on. Well, there we go. We don't have can a dartboard, so I hope this doesn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, can we do a, like a points update next episode? I will write that down and make sure I do that. Yes. Cool. Cool. We'll tell you guys how uh, how everything's getting along. Yeah, it'll be a nice half year update. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I just want to say. Thanks for the nice reviews, and yeah. it's very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Hope everyone's you. staying safe. More staying folks busy. find us. Yeah. And listen to all of our garbage. <laughs> our rubbish. <laughs> More or rubbish for these rubbish times. Come and get your mischief-managed podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Hope you're dealing with the rubbish. Mm-hmm. Love you. About all we can do. Mean it. See you next time. That's all for this episode of Mission Managed Podcast. Thank you for listening. 
You can check us out on Instagram at Mischief Managed Podcast, on Twitter at Mischief Podcast, and on Facebook, Pinterest, and Tumblr. If you want to get in touch, send us an owl at mischiefmanagedpodcast at gmail.com. Mischief Managed was co-created by the chosen Aaron Rhino and original music by the chosen Devin Hyland. <laughs> so many chosens. And as always, Mischief Managed. I don't know. I don't, just, I don't know either. I, that's how I separate it. Pajamas are not clothes. <laughs> Pajamas are just, you know, your no home more. hug. <laughs> home hug. Yeah, a little hug of home. That's nice.